Welcome everybody to another episode of the Chasing Daylight Podcast. And man, we have got a really good one for you tonight. We've got guests, we've got more guests, we've got golf. There is so much going on. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Chasing Daylight Podcast. That that may have been my best one ever, Joe. That was really good, honestly. You rehearsed <laughs> that in your casita for hours. <laughs> Way too much time today preparing for this one. Oh man, we got the it's it's the finals of the PGA Tour. Uh, we've got Cyrus, who's Vegas, you know, royalty now. He's hopped <laughs> wow, on with what us. An intro. Yeah, uh, and then uh, we have a ambassador from the Random Golf Club, Jr. McMichael. How you doing, sir? Good, good. It's great to be on. Thank you for having me on. No problem, man. With this this new format that we're using to record this, we've really expanded our opportunities to get more people on the show, and and we're really looking forward to it. So thank you for taking some time out. Of course, um, thank you. Uh, we wanted to get you on early because, uh, you know, we've got so much shit to talk about. And hey, hey, if you want to hang out and chat, you're more than welcome to. Oh, but, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we love what you're doing. You know, we, uh, you can see behind me here, we're, we're part of the Vegas Golf Network. Uh, and when I found out what Random Golf Club was doing, it, I was like excited about it because it's a, another aspect of golf that wasn't being taken care of here in the Valley. So we we started the league because we were tired of the SNGA BS, mm-hmm. um, and the Random Golf Club is doing something completely different. I love it. I'm I'm so glad you guys are doing it. So why don't you explain a little bit for the people that maybe not familiar with what Random Golf Club is, what it is? Sure. So Random Golf Club is pretty much our monikers. All are welcome. So basically, we know that it's kind of hard to get into some golf groups. It's definitely hard to get into the game of golf sometimes. Um, And it's a little intimidating that uh, with Random Golf Club, we pretty much just say it doesn't matter if you've been playing for years or this is the first time you're picking up a club. We want you here. So we have every person of every skill level show up. We all go out as one big group. Um, This is not a, a kind of meetup where we're going four by four by four. This is like 25, 30, 40 people going all out at one time. I know that sounds kind of crazy for some people (laughs) who are not used to that, but trust me, when you go to a meetup for the very first time, you'll, you'll get it off of the the first tee. But um, yeah, it's it's all about us kind of building community, uh, especially here in the Vegas Valley um, and just having golf as a backdrop. So that's basically what we end up doing. So where, where did you, how did you guys start? What was the connection with Eric Anders for this? And uh, what's your like daily job with Random Golf Club to, to grow the, the group? Sure. So uh, Brett Bruniel, who um, is also a co-ambassador for Random Golf Club Las Vegas, he um, actually got hit up by RGC HQ. Uh, when they were trying to reach out to other people in, across the world to start chapters in their uh, location. And uh, it all started with him and an Instagram account and just asking random people, hey, can you come out to Vegas Golf Center, which I think was something different at the time. Um, and I think five, six, seven people made it, maybe showed it to the first event. Um, and ever since then, it just has continued to grow. And uh, late last year, Brett asked if I can co-ambassador with him and I ended up joining up with him. 
And uh, now we run meetups that have 30, 40, 50 people that show up. Our last one that we just did on Sunday had about 37 people that are there. So, um, and yes, it is connected to RGC and Eric Anders Lang. Um, he actually came out to our anniversary event last month, which that was, was so really cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, had to keep that under wraps. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out five iron. Yes, yes. Shout out five iron. Shout out to, uh, Nora over there and the rest of the, the crew. Uh, they really did an amazing job to, to host us and, and to make our, our day really a, a special day and having Eric there was, was amazing. That was, uh, the first time I actually got to meet him in person. I've talked to him, uh, outside of that. Brett has talked to him outside of that, but that was the first time we actually saw him. And, uh, uh, our members were the, who knew of Eric were definitely, uh, excited about that. Yeah, and, sure. uh, yeah, it's just awesome to have that kind of connection with him there. And, you know, he ended up telling us that night that, you know, this is what it's all about. It's all about bringing these people together and, and just having a good time. Um, and it was, it was cool to have that support. Yeah. When I started playing, so I started playing four years ago now, roughly. Has it been that uh, long? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Eric was, uh, I, I discovered a video on YouTube, Eric Enders laying like adventures in golf. And I'm, I'm sure he's got so many people into the game just from YouTube videos. So it's, it's super cool to see. Finally got to be a part of one, uh, yesterday for the first time. Um, it is definitely chaotic. <laughs> it's, uh, for me playing, you know, in VGN and tournaments and everything, I love to get my competitiveness going on. And, but stepping up to that first tee is, is a little nerve wracking, even though I'm pretty confident in my skill set for the most part but man i mean you got you got 35 people standing around you waiting to see what you're gonna do it's it's pretty nerve-wracking yeah i've never been in a, a tournament atmosphere before i've done a charity event at southern highlands uh earlier in the year um but again you're still only just with your your foursome right, right? um so i've never been a part of a, of a tournament uh scene before but yeah i'm pretty sure it is kind of different with 35 people just looking at you at, on the tee box and, and trying to see what's going to happen next. But I think that that's, that's part of the excitement too, is to totally. have all those people and, and especially the newbies that end up showing up, which we get, I think this last one we had where six new people ended up showing up oh, and awesome. uh, you know, it's, I can see the nerves in them off of the first tee, but as soon as they start walking with the rest of the group, all that goes away and, and, you can't even tell that they're new anymore, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, you see people from all different backgrounds. I mean, I, um, saw a newbie getting taught by someone with a great swing and, and a stick and, you know, like tell them how to line it up. And it's, it's a great for Las Vegas with how crazy golf has exploded in the past few years. It is a fantastic starting spot for someone to begin because you are in a community of people that love golf and are welcoming and uh, willing to teach you and let you know what's going on. And, um, you know, when I started, I didn't have anybody for the most part. And mm -hmm. it, it would have been great for me to have that. And it's, it's a great thing you're doing. And I, I'm going to come out in the fall because it was <laughs> way too damn hot yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we, well, let me, I can only speak for myself on this. Uh, there is a reason why me and Brett try to do events indoors or at night during the summertime and i completely forgot about that because <laughs> on uh, we weren't even on the first tee yet and i'm already sweating oh it was dripping there was are people dripping. underneath trees just <laughs> on the range just waiting around i'm like oh no this is not gonna be good i get on the first tee i'm like this is gonna be kind of tough 
Yeah. And I'm literally like after the nine holes we get done, I'm in the parking lot just what <laughs> did we just do? <laughs> I played four and I was like in my car, like cranked AC dripping. I had to stop right. at the Carniaceria. So uh, I had to grab some meats <laughs> for some tacos. But man, it was it was fun though. It was super fun. Uh, okay, so I, I gotta ask one of the hard hitting questions. There's uh from people that are traditionalists and um not fans of this growth of the game um are you are you guys doing are are, let me how can i phrase it do you have it in your in your the way that you're bringing these new people that are coming out do you have a plan to like help them understand you know pace of play uh fixing your divots fixing your pitch marks raking bunkers the education part of it because if if that's not there then i think it kind of can be a little harmful but if you're doing that kudos because I'll, I'll say this real quick before jr answers that um the format yesterday was a little bit different you know we had like a teammate kind of play like alternate shot and if if on the on the par three if you didn't make an ace then you picked up your ball but i heard brett say if you're picking up your ball fix a couple ball marks nice so that is appreciated yes that's that's yeah and and you guys bring up a good point and i think that it's important for us to convey the at least the basics when it comes to golf it's not all just about the swing or um or you know how you hit a putt or something like that or how you read the greens the other stuff is important too fixing divots ball marks um like you said raking the bunkers as well we try to educate everybody as much as possible again it's a lot of people that are out there and we're trying to keep pace of play as as quickly as possible this one we're actually pretty proud because we ended up doing nine holes in three and a half hours with almost 40 people so i I don't think you should even concern about pace of play on those events sure yeah i'm just like for like someone plays in that and then they go play around a golf for the first time are you guys in one? Well, I don't want to put the responsibility on you, but are you guys doing your part to say, Hey, you know, when you go play, this is what you got to look out for. For sure. Yeah. And you know, we're very fortunate to have uh, a lot of uh, people who are in the community who have been golfing for a while too. And uh, they know that when they're paired up with somebody, they're teaching them as well when we're going throughout the round. And a lot of the times that what ends up happening is after they catch the bug of being at an event like uh, Randall Golf Club Las Vegas Meetup, um, you know they reach out to link up with somebody or link up with a group of people to go out and actually play a round of golf. And what I have noticed on these meetups too is um, those are are really big opportunities for us to to really educate at least on that level because uh, right then and there you're already in that element you're already playing a, a real round right. Um, that it gives us and the rest of the community the opportunity to to try and, and teach as much as possible. Um, so for those who are, you know, a little bit uh, standoffish of, of a big group like this going out and doing something like this, uh, we still respect the, the game of golf and, and the rules of golf. And, and we know that that is important for um, anybody who's going to a golf course to, to adhere by that. Um, but, you know. JR, I got a question cho- for you. Yeah, go ahead. How how is it booking places? Like how how is your reception when you went in when you go to approach a facility? 
And it's like, hey, I want to bring 35 golfers out here. <laughs> I mean, I'm just curious to hear, you know, what's the feedback on that? Because I'm sure a lot of golf clubs are familiar with RGC now. And, you know, how, just tell us how, how you've been kind of accepted in the community and that aspect of it. Sure. And I have to credit a lot of this to, to Brett. He's done an amazing job with getting a lot of our venue partners on board. Um, it is tough to have that initial conversation. And, and uh, in the middle of, of, of this year, me and Brett actually went to a whole bunch of golf courses and kind of did cold calling and just walking in and, and, hey, can we talk to your head pro or can we talk to your manager? We want to do an event here. Um, so basically, it's just us trying to pitch this idea near the end of the pitch of like, hey, by the way, it's going to be upwards of 30 plus people. Uh, and we all want to go out as one group. Uh, and when we we acknowledge the fact that, okay, this sounds crazy and we know it sounds crazy, but just stick with us here for a second. And we have managed to, you know, get a lot of good venue partners such as Angel Park, um, uh, Muni, uh, where we're just at Wild Horse. And of course, you know, uh, Five Iron uh, to, to have a big event over there, of course. And uh, Durango Hills is another one that we've done a couple over there. So nice. it, it really is just us um, kind of taking the leap of faith with with them and them taking a leap of faith with us and knowing that, okay, this can get crazy. This can get sideways real quick. But we have a track record now of showing like, hey, we can respect the course. We can respect the time. Um, just give us a platform and, and we'll show you what we can do. Uh, hasn't gone well with some other courses. Um, I think it's just going to take time for for them to really see the the impact that our uh, meetups have within the game of golf and, and within the Vegas community. So we're hoping that we will uh, uh, turn those heads uh, into our favor as well. Yeah, I'd love to see Win and Shadow Creek's response. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so are you all the chapters what? are all the chapters kind of the same? Run the same format? Yeah, pretty much. Um, like I said, Randall Golf Club meetups, chapters are all around the world. Um, there was one recently in England with uh, Eric and uh, Rick Shields. Uh, they actually had 100 people come out to their meetup. Oh, wow. And uh, that's kind of where we got our idea, where we were inspired by the R format for yesterday was through them. Um, because there was only one way to do a, a meetup like that and be on time and, and to make sure it's uh, going at a, a, a good pace. Um, so yeah, they had a hundred people that are out there. They had an amazing time. It was a huge success. And um, we're really trying to see um, what we can do more for chapters that are maybe still struggling to get a couple of people out. Um, you know, we, we tried to, again, the whole education part of it too is, you know, we're still learning ourselves. Uh, we're very lucky to be here in Vegas and it'd be as diverse of a community that it is and, and try to make it as inclusive as possible too. So um, I would say that Vegas chapter is one of the most successful chapters that are out there for Random Golf Club right now. Awesome. And it just takes us taking some chances and trying some things. So we're hoping that all the chapters around the world will be able to do the same thing too. Yeah, I think I think it offers a, a great, um, you know, like Mateo, uh, he plays on RGC all the time and he's a VGN member and he works on the weekend, so he can't get out very often. Um, but it was good to see him. Um, I think it offers a, <clears throat> you know, something different, which is so cool. And, you know, we got the VGN that offers a competitive aspect. And mm -hmm. for those good players over in RGC, it would be great to have them come over to VGN and, you know, 
if, Vice versa. if they're looking for a competitive aspect, I mean, we do it once a month, like you guys do once a month. I think it's a great uh, potential marriage, if you will. And uh, it was it was a blast. I wish I could have done all nine. Uh, it's tough for me in the uh, af- late afternoons, but it was it was a good time. It was cool to see people, meet people, um, and hey, I Jared, I love what you guys are much, doing. How much Thanks. did and you you can be honest about this? How much did you pay the guys to holler when hitting greens hit a green? I can't disclose that <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> but uh, we can talk offline about that. It was all in Bitcoin. <laughs> how much ETH did I give him? I can't say. <laughs> But yeah, we we really appreciate uh, uh, that, and we like that relationship as well. We know that there are a lot of people um, that are kind of clamoring to be a little bit more competitive, and uh, I know one of our members too, Manu, is in VGN as well. And yeah, he's um, ahead of me in the points, and it's pissing yeah, me off. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. shouldn't have. I shouldn't have brought that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Broke par but for I, the first like time that. recently. Congrats, Manu. Yeah, yes. he did. Yeah, awesome. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really cool to just to see not only just the competitive side and it's just to see Vegas golf kind totally. of come together and help yeah. one another, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, we all can eat right at the same yeah. table. So whatever we can do for you guys and what you guys can do for us, the more the merrier. Totally, man. Vegas all the way. LV rep. Absolutely. 702. Right <laughs> well, hey, man. <laughs> Best college so basketball team ever. 1990. <laughs> UNLV Rebels. Larry Johnson. Stacey Ogden. <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> Tark the shark. <laughs> Vegas right. How much have you had to drink so far? I've had a few. Yeah. It's all for the content. It's all for the content. You get it. It's Powered by Riverside FM. <laughs> That'll get him going. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> that was so funny last week. Uh, well, hey, man. Thank you so much for hopping on. We appreciate it. Uh, is there a website or is it just Instagram or how, how are you guys connecting with people? For sure. Uh, well, one, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate meeting you and meeting everybody here. And Joe, thanks for coming out to our event. We'll see you in the fall. Promise. <laughs> cool totally. Back then. Um, yeah, you can find us on Instagram. We post our meetups there. All of our content is there. Uh, Random Golf Club underscore Las Vegas. Fantastic. Awesome. JR, nice to meet you, buddy. I look forward to getting out as well. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. I appreciate the time. No problem. Have a good one. See ya. Well, that was cool. Yeah, man. I like things over there. I like this. This is cool. You know, our random golf club is it's it's fun because it's just it's amazing to see how much the sport our sport has grown in the last few years. Uh, I mean, it's I think it's everything, right? You guys have started a new golf league in a couple of years already. Just past a hundred members. That's fantastic. RGC has exploded. I mean, it's all over all over the u.s and canada as well i mean it's it's awesome i mean it's our sport is is in a very healthy state right now yeah i was talking to brett at the meetup yesterday and he was like i remember last year we got rained out i was like didn't you have like seven members last time he's like yeah now now there's like (laughs) freaking grandstand behind me hitting off one at wild horse ridiculous that's that's super cool that's so awesome all right uh on with the show on with the show uh i first off uh want to uh raise a glass Tom Weisskopf passed away recently. Yes, um, one of the legends. One of the there legends. There we go, Cyrus. In the game. Where's your guys' yeah. glasses? There we go, Jeremy. Time. Jeremy, where's this? Where's look, this? At that lo- look at that logo on there. Whoa, beautiful. That's a beaut. PXG, huh? Oh, this hit, hitting <laughs> greens, buddy. <laughs> Raiders. I'm already in here. Oh yeah, he got Raider license plate too. He's he's all in. I'm all in, buddy. I'm in the yeah. 702 now. We're Love all it. in. Tom's Tom Weisskopf's got a new course that's being built out in St. George. 
Was, called, is, was that the Black Rock? Black Rock. Yeah, yeah. Black Rock. Ooh, when's yep. that supposed to open? Um, probably next year because they're still got a lot of stuff to do. But it's you follow their Private, Instagram; right? they post pictures all the time. Looks nice with the lava rock and shit. Is yep. it like it's the, right near the, Entrada? Is it like yeah. the so, Copper Rock Instagram where it's just no, nonsense? No. <laughs> Dude, that was horrendous. <laughs> Cyrus, if you want to see the worst way to grow an Instagram account for a golf course, go look at Copper Rock. <laughs> Oh man, I tell you, there's there's a huge need for that. There's some really bad Instagram accounts for, for golf courses. Oh, terrible! It's, it's in such an amazing golf course, and it's just so a good. Trash account. It's they didn't they repost tried. mine though the other trying. day. Shout out Copper Rock. Uh, no, no yeah. shout out for them. Uh, as I mentioned last week, uh, we started a Discord server for the podcast. Uh, so. Um, as this grows and we get more people involved in it, uh, if you're on Discord, check it out. Uh, I, I'll have the link in the show notes. Uh, so, you know, be sure to, uh, to check that out. <sighs> Let's see. I don't, I'm trying to think what I want to get into first with this. So the, the 30 guys that made the playoff or the, the finals, the final, do you want to talk? You want to talk VGN at Club of Sunrise first, or do you want to? Talk? Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna dive pretty deep into the PGA, especially with okay. Cyrus here. So let's let's yeah, knock out the uh, okay the necessaries real quick. The ditch. <laughs> I want to I want to hear about this as somebody that's new to Vegas. I'm I'm excited to hear this this infamous ditch. I've heard so much of this. Yeah, because you had the, no idea what we were talking about last week. Yeah, yeah I was I was watching it live, and I'm like, what are these guys? What are these guys talking about? <laughs> The the ditch is is a trip, man. Um, I will say it was in much better shape than I expected. Even with the current rain, they were doing a really good job because the trash was nowhere near as bad as I seen it. Um, so it's it's they're trying, they're trying. Uh, the our host out there, Danny, sent me a message and said we have not been able to get the mowers down on the bottom half of the ditch. Please do not send anybody down there. Don't let anybody go down there. And so I pondered the what we could do and just came up with a free drop rule. Um, you know, obviously, if you hit it beyond or OB, then yeah, you had to take a penalty. But for anybody that hit it into that first cut, then it bounced into the second cut or directly into that second cut instead of risking their lives, tetanus shots, yeah. their families. <laughs> Um, we just say, Hey, take a free drop where it went into the first cut and play from there. And that first cut was like three inches. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was deep. It was, it was deep, juicy. deep, deep, deep. And getting the club to stay on the ball as you swung through that was incredibly tough. Yeah. But Mr. Uh, Mr. Bob West shot, uh, what'd he shoot? 71? 71. Yeah. Had a great uh, Jeremy round. Jeremy lost in a playoff to scorecard playoff yeah yeah and i i don't know if you guys saw in the board of directors chat uh we're gonna figure out if we're gonna keep that tiebreaker system or if we're gonna just there's gotta it. be a playoff you guys gotta figure <laughs> that's out what a we, that's what we wanted to do but i was already deep in a vodka soda and a, <laughs> when he go, asked me go play 18 six times <laughs> yeah we need a patrick Cantlay, uh bryson <laughs> dechambeau battle yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, I feel like then, it could go like three, like previous three, previous six, previous nine, instead of back nine total. 
Well, it's it's yeah, what you shot on the back nine. Right, but if you go, and then three, it's, that's six, tied. Nine. Then it's well, it's the USGA. It's I mean they they kind of hey, know what they're doing. Well, birdie. What do you think, Cyrus? Birdie the last hole. Birdie the last hole. Then. Well, I I I just think it's I think it's tough to to lose on a scorecard. You know, because at the end of the day, it's, you know, if I bogeyed the last hole, but I made, you know, well, I guess you're going back nine. But what if you had a, you know, I just don't think, I, I don't know. I just, I'd like to see, I'd like to see some more golf. And it might be tough. It might be tough to get out there and play an extra hole. I would say even like, you know what, chipping competition, little, yeah. little, little, I'd rather see it run that way. If it was me, I wouldn't want to like lose that. based on a scorecard, but you know what? Let's grab our putter and a wedge and let's go do a little, little three hole contests are near the chipping green i think if that is the case we need to have that that live scoring situation because if you think you're in the running and jeremy hits into the clubhouse because he was first group out takes a little vodka soda to the dome (laughs) i mean you might not have that vodka soda if you know where people are standing yeah that's you know what i mean that's the second one the second scorecard playoff i've lost in bgn see i don't like that it's terrible it's a terrible feeling Okay. I mean, well, let's rectify it so next season we don't have these situations. And I'm I'm not complaining, of course, because oh, I, I could have played not. better on the not. back. But it's like it it is kind of a deflating thing. And I I would absolutely <laughs> want to go play chipping or play a hole or whatever. Yeah, I I was too over on the front. I bogeyed the first hole and bogeyed nine. Um, just had a terrible lie right of the bunkers on nine. And just could not get it to stay on the ground. I had to shoot it straight up in the air and just it would not stop. Um, and then just fell apart on the back. Just- but see, see, see how good that would be though. Imagine if you have, you know, 40 guys and then it's like, okay, we got a, we got a playoff between Bob and Jeremy. Everybody, we're going over Everybody, to, let's go. to every, no, but I mean, imagine how good that would be, right? You got 30 guys oh, around the putting so green. Exciting. I mean, right. You get, get that live going right on the Instagram. That'd be fantastic. A little up no, and down yeah. contest, right? And you could I let like you it. could let and you could let the crowd cho- choose right where they're starting and where they're chipping to, right? That's a good idea. Yeah, I like interaction. This. I, I knew there's a reason. Is there a spot open? There's the a reason why you got. There's yeah. a reason you guys brought me on the yeah. show. Yeah. I might have to go to school in Canada or something. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Did you go to school out there? <laughs> that, that is... I, I went to. What I are you doing Florida using State. your brain, Cyrus? That's Florida, not... Florida State, baby. <laughs> The, uh, uh, and so, then and then Barber won the net division. He shot uh, net seventy one. Uh, I think he only got two strokes. So I think he was two over. That's, yeah, or one over. Steve. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He. I saw him in the parking lot. He was. He was so mad because oh. he was two under, and he and he like finished like uh, five over on the last six holes or something. He's like, I was like, dude, yeah. you're probably gonna win. He's like, I don't even want to win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. You know, I was two under through thirteen or whatever he oh. said, and he's like, I finished five over. It's like, dude, you probably won, so be prepared. That on eighteen, my ball was uh, on the front of the green uh, in two because I chunked, <laughs> chunked a nice little eight iron off the tee, and uh, so I had a, a little pitch shot on that came up short, and so I was at the the front of the green up that hill, hit the putt. Hit the flagstick dead center, made an immediate 90 degree, and finished, you know, a couple inches outside the cup. And that cost me three spots in the standings. Awesome. Oh, man. Because I well, was game of inches. I was, I yeah. was third, third place in a three score 
playoff. like a game of yards probably but yeah. or meters <sighs> um the inches between your ears uh, there we go dude. the yeah i mean the ditch the ditch like you said was in pretty good shape but the greens your, are amazing yeah i mean they're hard to read it was cool playing with eric um and trey who were first timers what did they have to say about it uh trey started off like oh these greens are awesome i mean it's crazy that these greens are over here you know at, at the ditch you know on the east side of vegas i had no idea and then maybe five holes later i can't read these greens i can't <laughs> well, how does it go left because they are hard to read they are very hard they're to read. very hard to read uh, Eric was just, you know, having a good time. Hung over Eric in Vegas, of course, is is normal. So uh, he didn't bring any water. I sh- gave him a water to start off with. But first, he just striped a four iron down the middle yeah, of the fairway. Did. That was so pretty. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was cool. But all you really need to know about the ditch is the first time VGN plays the ditch, a Jordan was found in the ditch. And it's being turned into a trophy for next time. No, no, it's no, it's not. No, there's there's uh, breaking news on the shoe trophy. Uh, what I sent, uh, I sent Daniel a message, and I'm like, "Hey, send me a picture of that shoe so I could start talking about it." He's like, "Do you mean the one with a severed foot in it?" I had to pull no. over that thing. Smelled so bad, and I threw it out. <laughs> I do uh, like the idea of um, ditch bingo, though. Ditch bingo one. will happen next time we I play. I think that should be one hundred percent side game. Yes, one hundred percent ditch bingo will happen next time we play there. Yeah, but we have to it, play after after monsoon season, or like at least halfway through monsoon season. Yeah, the 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 categories for ditch bingo, Cyrus, are um, a homeless man fighting another homeless man, um, a <laughs> Coleman cooler. Uh, somewhere on the property shopping cart uh, which might be the free the free uh, uh, spot the free spot is a shopping cart because guaranteed to find <laughs> one of those uh, a dog barking a police helicopter a police car uh, a screaming wife um <laughs> we got it there's more i mean hypodermic there's, there's needles hypodermic needles uh shoes now we got jordan's jordan's yeah. are now on the list yeah nice i told everybody i said, <laughs> I said sounds, what metro, metro is right now going if we could only find the other shoe, we could solve this case. <laughs> Dan's driving there. We might have to find a, a, a pair of Jordans from somewhere just to have that, though. I know he didn't, he didn't make it all the way home with it, but uh, we should be able to find a pair of, of some kind of shoe and yeah. create a trophy out of it. All we got to do is walk back out to like the ninth hole. We could find another one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but it was in great shape. I mean... It's, Taylor it's a, found that we were we were looking for uh, uh, Daniel's ball, and Taylor's like, "Hey, check this out!" And he reaches down, and you can't see his hand. All of a sudden, he pulls up this size eleven Jordan. That's mistake like, number one. Don't don't put your hand in there. <laughs> don't even walk in there. Oh yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Can't but wait it was to take you there, fun. Cyrus. We'll play it soon. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's get. I can't wait to experience this. This is going to be fantastic. <laughs> The, the Welcome to Vegas. Too bad. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, course was in good shape for what it is, and and I think everybody had a good time, even though it was on a the east side of town. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, Jeremy won the closest to the pin. Congrats on that, buddy. Um, and then Tice won uh one on eighteen. Uh, Daniel Mock uh hit it to about four feet, but decided he didn't want to get in the closest to the pin contest, so. 
Shout out Tice. Nice. Yeah, shout out Tice. And he got a, I think he got a skin too. He's probably playing lift clean in place, no? Oh my God. <laughs> we won't bring that up. Don't worry about it. I just had to get that out there for Trevor. And Trevor oh, freaking paying himself through my Venmo for Mitch's Revenge. <laughs> that was hilarious. I really, really <laughs> wanted to snatch my phone out of his hand, but I did not do it. <laughs> uh, that was too funny. Trevor's a character. Shout out Trevor yeah, the Lovell. Lovell, Lovell. He's like, I, I, I didn't bring a driver. He goes, I'm, I brought a rock club because I'm going to play out of the left side all day long. Screw that ditch. Steps up at the first tee and snap hooks it into the rocks. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's what you said you were going to do. And Trevor's driver is a 48-inch crank driver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like five degrees loft. <laughs> Non-conforming at this point, correct? <laughs> I don't know we're going to about that. <laughs> yeah, two inches long and the head is hot. <laughs> yeah. The head is hot. All right, what else do we have? Um, all right, so this is what I'm going to start this off with. And this will be a good debate. And Cyrus, I think you'll enjoy this. All right, let's do it. Uh, so based on what it takes to get into the Tour Championship, is it the hardest golf tournament in the world to get into? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think I heard this. Dip. I think I heard somebody talking about this recently. Was this not somewhere on Twitter or Instagram? People were chatting about this. I don't know. Uh, um, is it the hardest tournament to get into? Yeah, I, I would say I think it has to be. I mean, because you you know you think about, for example, like if you're going to qualify for the British or the the Masters, for example. I mean, I guess you know if you're the if you're the runner up in the USAM, you're going to qualify for that. I mean, but in order to get to this tour championship, you've got to have played a really good season. And I think uh, Scott Stallings, I think this is his first tour championship in 12 years on tour. And so, I mean, he's, he's, he's a multiple winner on tour. I mean, he hasn't played, he hasn't won in a long time. I think it's been about seven years since he's won last time at Torrey Pines. But I think, I would say yes. I think it is the hardest tournament to qualify for because you look at a lot of guys like even Adam Scott. I mean, he has he's been out for I think at least three years since he's qualified for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you look at guys like Hunter Mayhan that used to before, but he was I think he was one of the first guys that had originally qualified every year for about seven or eight years. Qualified yep. for, the, for the Tour Championship every year, and that was quite a feat for him at that time. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to answer that question with a, a yes. All right. What do you think, Joe? I I think it is for sure. I mean, I mean it's probably the smallest field, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't Hardest. know how many how many are at Hero. Uh, I think it's about sixteen, but I mean that kind of just seems to be. Yeah, that's kind of like an exhibition kind of thing. Almost. It is. You, yeah. you know, so, you know, it's a harder one is maybe that. Uh, remember a few years ago they used to have the the Grand Slam of golf, like the four major winners. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a hard one to get you into. Could, but nobody well, that, cared about it. No one, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. That might I be mean, a harder one. But it's probably still harder to the tour championship, to be honest, because you can just get lucky one week. Like, yeah. Yeah, Rich Rich Beam and Sean McKeel in there, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, because you have to make your way through so many different stages almost. You know, it's you have to keep progressing and keep playing better. And you have to play good all season. I mean, it's gotta be. I mean, is it the best tournament in the world? I would disagree, but is it the hardest to get into? Yes, I would agree with that for sure. What do you think, yeah. Jeremy? 
Yeah, I agree, hundred yeah. percent. Okay, so there was eight players who won this season that did not make it to East Lake. Got any ideas? This is a tough one. I don't think. How many? Eight. Oh, who who eight. did? Oh, who did not make it who to East Lake? Yeah, that makes sense. Did not make know. it to East Lake, but had a win this season. Wow, that's that just shows Ooh. you how deep the how deep the talent is on the PGA Tour. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, I'm looking at the I'm looking at PGA Tour right now. I'm looking through the top 30 guys that have qualified, and they've they've all had. I mean, yeah, you really have to have an outstanding year to be in that top 30. I mean, it really is. The only thing I would say is kind of uh, Sepp Seb, Seb Straka from Austria. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know where he now. Obviously, he finished second. Well, he had a win. He, he did, did have yeah. a win. Yeah, 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 but he did. But I mean, he really bolted in there, right? I mean, he's he's number twenty four. Oh yeah. no, sorry, twenty four in the power rankings. That's not twenty four. I'm not at thirty. But yeah, I mean, he he largely got in though because of that 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 uh, playoff finish. I'm not oh, sure. Yeah, I that boosted him up big times. Yeah, I can't think of who would be the, one of the eight. Anybody got a guess? No, no. Um, we're at the end. We're at the end. D- Dustin know. Johnson, Dustin Johnson, <laughs> guaranteed. Did he or win Phil. this year? No. DJ Did he or win Phil? This year? DJ or no. Phil, easily no. guaranteed. No. I said, I said they won. Yeah, they didn't win this year. I'm kidding. It's, are we uh, excluding so, live players? Yes, but none of them are on this list. So Lucas Erber, Erber, he won in Bermuda, and there's a theme to this. Oh. See if you can catch on. Uh, Hudson Swafford won uh, the Amex. Uh, oh, Luke yeah. List won the Farmers. Ryan Bream won Puerto Rico. Chad Ramey won Punta Cana or Punta Cana. Uh, Trey Mullinex won the Barbasol. Ches Reeve won Barracuda. And wow. Yu Hong Kim won Wyndham, which I don't know if he's on this. He was out there all year, but uh, Barracuda, Barbasol, Punta Cana, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. All not full there. FedEx Cup point events. There you go. That's why. Yeah. Yep. Pew. All right. There were seven players that did not win that made it. Got any guesses? Seven players that did not make it? No, seven players that made it to Eastlake, but they did not win. Uh, well, Thagala, oh. he, he got in. Yeah. And he, dude, he was grinding on that back. Oh wait, hang on. There is eight. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out the Gala, man. What the Gala? That guy's yeah, a grinder. I, he's been he's been he crazy too. And then uh, well, def, definitely Cameron Young because he's been knocking on the door. I don't yep. think he hasn't gotten that win. Yep. The Gala, the probably Scott Stallings. Did Scott Stallings? He didn't win this year, right? Yeah. No. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. You got the three out of eight so far. Um, Brian Harmon. Oh, man, a roll. Like Let's, go. Let's go. Let's go. Cyrus Joe here every week. Did Aaron Wise? Oh, he's oh cool. my goodness. Oh, no, that's it. That's it. Oh, who am I thinking? I, I, who's the guy that, oh, I, I'm getting Aaron Wise. Sam Burns. Like, didn't that guy win three times? <laughs> <laughs> three left. And you guys Aaron, are looking at his Aaron. list, aren't you? Jeremy, you can see he's got his concentration. I mean, I'm looking at the top 30. That's it. (laughs) He is is the stat guy. He is the stat guy. That did not win. 
did not did win. Did Horschel win on the PGA yes, Tour? He, yeah, yes, yeah. He did. He did. He did. Wait, did he win the match by? Um, Horschel won. Or is, that, or is that like two years ago? I'll tell you. He won the Memorial. Oh, okay. Did Kendrick get in? No. Well, you got Tye. Sh- shout out Canada. Yeah. Corey Connors win this year? I think he did. No, he, he was didn't. always at the top last, but I don't think he did. Yeah, he's, he's been knocking on the door. Two left. Can we go it? Can can we do it without a buzzer? Trio. Who? He's not, not even in the top thirty. He's not in the top thirty. Is a different is, thing. Is uh, Joaquin Neiman? Joaquin Naman? No, he won the Tigers event. He won Tigers Genesis. event. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. He 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 did really well there. Let me pull up top 30 FedEx. <laughs> Man, looking at all these, I'm like, JT I, I know these people won. Did JT post nope. JT won, won, he yep. won like three weeks he won ago. John Deere. Oh, yeah. One of those small KHB? Uh, nope. All right, top 30. Let's see here. Adam Scott. Yeah, Already say that's him. one. There we oh, go. Yeah, There's sure. one left. Who will it be now? Hoagie won the beginning of the year in fall yep. in the fall, right? Yeah. That's the reason Joe is gonna win. They yeah. still got Gooch on here? Are we no we're not counting Gooch, right? No, he didn't make it. He's not in there. Well, this what it's tw- he's twenty nine on this little thing I pulled up on PGA well, Tour. You, you pulled up something wrong. It's PGTour.com twenty twenty two FedEx Cup season standings. Yeah, that's and I'm not... seeing twenty ninth Taylor Gooch. Yeah. PJtour.com. He would have made it. He would have made it to East Lake if he would have stayed on. So does that mean thirty first is in? No, no. You, you don't. You, you get the uh, here. Here, look. These Let me. Get, can are... you scan that over to me? And you do. And you do. Matt, you should just fill us in, buddy. Okay, it's Colin Murray. You had the last. That's what I was just going to say. Uh, yeah. I think it was Colin. Uh, I knew it the whole time. Oh, Morikawa. Which is actually really surprising. Yeah. Right. But okay, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do one more. Um, all these players are now on live. They were in the Tour Championship last year. But they're not there this year, obviously, for reasons. So you know who those are, right? So you're talking well, about who, who who are the live players that qualified for the for the tour championship they, last year that aren't here last this year? year that are yep. Well, definitely DJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was Brooks or was he injured? I don't remember. He withdrew, Brooks. but he made it. That's yeah. Bryson. Louis. Yep. Bryson. Yep. Yep. Louis. Yeah. Louis. Yep. Right. Said that. Gooch did not qualify last year, correct? No. I don't think the old boys like Poulter and did Sergio make it last year? Yeah, because Sergio won Sanderson. Yeah, that's right. Hey, just because you win doesn't mean you get in. Well, yeah, not in right there. Yes, especially the smaller field. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, so it was Kevin Na, Abraham Answer, Patrick Reed, and the name I thought I'd never have to say again, but Kokrak. Is Kokrak on live now? Yeah. Powered by Riverside FM. Powered by Jason Kokrak. Ah, 
okay. What do we want to get into next? What do you want to get into next? Um, so we'll run down the winners from last week. Uh, of course, Cantley won the BMW Championship at 14 under. Maximilian Kiefer, that's an amazing golf name right there, at 16 under, won the D&D Real Check Masters. Will Gordon at 21 under, uh, three-man playoff on the Corn Ferry Tour. Heather Montgomery missed out by one stroke again. Uh, it, he won the Albertsons Boise Open. Uh, Patrick Harrington at 16 under, won the Dick Sporting Good Open. And congrats to Sam Bennett, who defeated Ben Carr one up to win the U.S. Amateur. And Jeremy, you were talking on Discord. You watched a lot of that? I watched the entire... Well, when they came on, they had just they were starting on hole one of their second half. But, dude, it was, it was epic. Sam Bennett was up the whole time, but Carr was just digging back. He won two or three holes in a row. It was, it was some of the best golf I've seen in quite a while. Uh, you know the USAM is is so much fun to watch, and you think about how yeah, yeah. that you think about that that week, right? You have a thirty six hole qualifier, then match play. I, I mean, that is just mm-hmm. an unbelievable amount of golf. It's a grind, man. It's it, a it is lot unreal, of golf. unreal. It's so good. And then, uh, how good was it, Corn Ferry, bringing Harry back to the Boise Open to hit that shot from the tent, and he that did it better awesome. this time. Yep. Did you see that video? <laughs> no, I didn't. See you that. didn't see that video? Jeremy no. saw it. That I did. Awesome. I thought it was awesome. Do you remember when he when he was in the tent and he hit yep. off the blue carpet, yeah, right? Yeah. So they brought him back and he's explaining like what was going on when he was he- hitting that shot. Was it the Corn Fairy video? Yeah, yeah. The, like corn, it was the corn Fairy video. Oh, yeah. I'll have to go back. And so watch it was super cool, but he he knocked it to like what was it like two inches? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I would have taken oh, that wow. one last year. <laughs> super cool, man. Love Harry, man. Yeah, he's in Columbus for the second yeah, round of the on. playoffs. I saw his little post today on the story and uh, flying over Bally High. Bally High looks pretty good right now. I drove by, drove by it Saturday after the. I don't uh, know if it's three hundred and seventy dollars worth, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not. Not no. We have to have Cyrus call him up and say, "Hey, I got four guys uh, using hmm. my PGA credentials." And uh, have you played Bally High, Cyrus? I have not played Bally High. That, it's the, that's right next to the airport, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's right by the strip. Uh, you'll, I mean, you'll have to check that one off. But I, yeah. I would be curious to hear your thoughts on that place. Absolutely, we would. Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of love and a lot of hate for that place. You I'm either excited. love it or you hate it. It's I'm kind excited. of one of those. Yeah, I'm excited. You got I'm on a the lot way. to check off. Can't wait I got to a, hear it. I got a lot to check off. I've, I've, I've played about six or seven courses in Vegas so far. Like, in my you got a lot total. left. I got a lot. So we're we're going to have some fun. You yeah, missed out on the ones that closed. I mean, geez. I know. Yeah. I never got on to uh, the, the, the uh, what's the Ro- one? Royal Links. Yeah, I never got on to Royal Links. Ah, so yeah. much fun. It was so depressing seeing that just scoreboard in a bulldozed lot. I thought, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Sucks, man. We need to go steal that scoreboard. I know. That'd be sick. I told Joe, that. I said, we need to go get some of the railroad ties that are out there that they're just leaving. I'm sure. Go load my truck up. I mean, yeah. like a die design died. I mean, it's not necessarily Pete, but it's it's a die design and it's gone. It's depressing. And that was the day when we realized. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our uh, lock results. Uh, one event left, and what I did is I've got. These are what the point values are for places um, that they've been doing in the playoffs. So we'll just use that to determine the winner. Uh, 
big mix up here. Uh, I had uh, Sung JM. He finished 15th. Got 208 points for that and some bonus for a top 25. Joe had Max Homa. He finished 23rd, 142 points plus some bonus. Jeremy, though, had Xander Shoffley, who finished third, mm. 650 points for that, uh, plus 30 points for a top five, so almost 700 points. Leapfrogs me. He's now trailing Joe by 639 points, and I am 644 behind. So Anything can happen. Anything yeah. can happen on this last one, this last event of the season. And then we start right back over again in two weeks. <laughs> It flips around so fast. It's crazy. Uh, Something's got to change on that. Something's going to change on that. It's going to. It's going to, for sure. With all the stuff that's going on, and they're talking all this crazy stuff, they're going to have to go, okay, guys, we're going to give you less call, okay? Less call. I think you're pressing, Millions. They need to bring, what what they need to do is bring back like those, Lee Trevino expi- ex- exhibition games like Shell's Wonderful World of Golf in that time frame that would be sick. Isn't that what, what? Isn't that what Tiger and Rory are doing? The match is trash. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, okay, so yeah, so I mean, we haven't even talked about that yet. The, yeah. the players meeting. Yeah, we can get into that in a minute. Yeah, I mean, we'll see um, where that goes. Yeah, we'll get into that in a few. Hang on. Uh, so the final uh, FedEx Cup rankings of the season: uh, Scheffler was one, Cantley two, Zalatoris three. Shoffley four and Sam Burns five. Cam Smith, I bet, is regretting pulling out of this tournament. Oh, that's another thing. Do you think he was actually hurt, or do you think they found out he signed a contract and uh, kicked him out? Zalatoris? No. No. Oh, no Cam. Not. Cam. Yeah, yeah Cam. I think I think yeah. Cam for sure. I think what? they kicked him out. You don't think he's going to be at Eastlake? I don't think so. Ooh. Ooh. Breaking news. Joe Keith says Cam Smith is done. Cam Smith's dead to me, man. Powered by Riverside FM. Powered by Cam Smith live contracts. (laughs) What do you think, Jeremy? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I don't know. I'm still really undecided about Cam because they're pushing the President's Cup thing really hard. That's true. Very I just, I don't know. I, I would say he's probably really wasn't comfortable to play, and he'll see him this week. Ooh. Conflicting hot takes. But he also wasn't at that meeting, which if he was injured, he wasn't True. on the property. So maybe, you know, maybe that's why he wasn't on that list. But who knows? That is true. I didn't think about that. Mm, what do you think, Cyrus? I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a legitimate injury. I, I, I do. I mean, I, I think... At this point, if Tam Smith is going to go, it's it's really it all comes down to timing. And to be honest, you know, there I mean, he's he has a great opportunity to win at Eastlake, right, and win totally. a, and win a boatload of cash. Yeah. So I think he's going to be smart. You know, he's he's kind of like Deion Sanders. Remember when he was con- when he was like, Deion, we can get you ten million or we can get you fifteen million. What do you want? He's like, agent, I want them both. And what it, you, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. you know, and so I think I think he's trying to pull a Deion Sanders, and I think what he's like, you know what? Let's just rest. I mean, to rest this hip. Let's come back, and I'm going to just go lights out, exactly like I did on the back night against Rory at the St Andrews, and just smoke him. 
I'm going to come out and win that 15 million or 10 million, whatever it is, 15 million. Now, right? Is it 18? So I'm going to yeah. win that 18 million. And then the next day I'm going to just bounce over to live for another 120. <laughs> yeah, I want them both, Johnny. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's, that's what Cam Smith's going on. So I, I think he'll definitely play. I mean, it would, it would be silly for him to, I mean, it's, Not. it's a, it's a chance. It's I mean, an opportunity. Well, I mean, even if he finishes, you know, second or third or fifth, you know, there's a ton of cash there to grab. Last right? is 500 grand. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. Think, I think he totally, he wants to play. Does the PGA allow him to play with rumors? Did they well, find out? That's the but, thing. But in America, you are innocent until proven guilty. Most you cannot, of the time. You Most know, of the time, you, Cyrus. Well, I have been out of the country. For, I have I have been out of the country for fifteen years. So uh, that's a, when a, I was growing up here. That's happened since then. Yeah, it depends I, I, on your attorney. I, I've, I've 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 come back to this new country called America. It's like a new place. It's very very interesting. Um, no, but I, I so my prediction is is that Cam Smith will be back. He's going to try to do that. And I think what's interesting as well is if we're going to talk about Presidents Cup because they've now announced. You know, the players that have qualified and, you know, Hideki is there, Cam Smith is there, uh, you know, that have automatically qualified. But I would have to imagine a guy like Norman would even be like, well, you know, let's let's try to. Because if those guys balance, I mean, the President's Cup is dead. I mean, it could dead. literally, literally kill the President's Cup. I mean, it, it wouldn't even be worth playing it. So I would almost be, you know, if, if you're going to go, like if Team Australia is going to leave. You, you you you'd hope that they would go after President's Cup just so that the event doesn't die in but the next President's couple weeks. Cup PGA sanctioned. It is, I believe it's. I think so. Um, well, I think they it were. May weren't be they adjacent, weren't, but weren't, weren't they the 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 first that came out? Because I don't think it was even clear with like Ryder Cup. Now Ryder Cup's owned by PGA of America. I know that, but I think President's Cup. A little Google search. Let's go, friend Google. But they were the first ones. President's Cup came out and said, if you go to live, you can't play. Oh, okay. I think they were the first ones that came out and said that. I do does, think I recall that. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Do you know, Cyrus, does the President's Cup hold any like value in Australia, though? Is it, is it something uh, meaningful to them? So, so, for, so Wikipedia does have it as PGA Tour, uh, President's Cup. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So as, as opposed to um, Ryder Cup, which is PGA of America. Um, I would say in Australia, the big thing, and this is kind of where, you know, because just for everybody, like I, I've, I've been living around the world for the last 15 years. Um, I, I spent 10 of those in China. So when you talk about, you know, out east in Australia, you know, there's, there's a big need for golf out there. So I know, for example, President's Cup, it was always a huge deal when Royal Melbourne hosted. And I remember watching the 2015 one in Seoul, Korea. Um, you know, they're like, there's a huge Aussie contingent there because they like seeing their players on the international stage, but it's hard, you know, for these players to really go travel around the world. You know, I mean, so much of the world is dominated in, or so much of the world golf is dominated inside the U.S. So I, I do think it means something there for sure. I mean, the only winning team was in Melbourne in 1998. Um, you know, I, I think you have some, you know, you know it's obviously the President's Cup needs the international squad to win, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's yeah, becoming, yeah. you know, it needs to create it, a rivalry. We need to, absolutely. I mean, it, it's becoming irrelevant, right? When Team USA just destroys them every year. Every 25th, year. 2015 was phenomenal because actually my wife uh, was pregnant with our first daughter uh, and she, she was like days before giving birth. And so, like, we were literally at home, you know, just on the couch for three days and we watched every single shot of the 2015 president's cup because uh, we were we were <laughs> in hong awesome. kong at the time so we're one hour time difference with korea so it was like prime time for us yeah, yeah and it was awesome because it literally came down to the 70 
you know, or not mm-hmm. the seven. It came down to the last hole, last match, last chip shot. I mean, it was phenomenal. It was so close, you know, um, and it was just some amazing, amazing golf. Um, and so that was, I think, the closest that it has really ever come to, you know, the international winning since 1998. So, all right, the uh, the final OWGR of the PGA season. This continues on, of course, but right now. Uh, Scotty Scheffler held on to the one spot. Cam Smith, two. Patrick Cantley is third. Royal Ma- Rory McIlroy is, is fourth. And Xander is fifth. All right, Jeremy, what do we got going on this week on tours? All right, so, of course, we know the tour championship is this week. Last, last event of the FedEx Cup, uh, East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta. Another awesome venue. Uh, 7,300 yards, par 70. Patrick Cantlay is defending, and he would be the first one going back to back. I be- no, no, no. Is that yep. true? Yep. He'll he was the, the first, first one to win the BMW back to back. Yes. True. Yep. So, uh, DP wow. World is the Omega European Masters at Grand Cerciere in Switzerland. Unbelievable views. That's a nice course. Well, this, yeah, this is amazing. Switzerland. I mean, come on. You just can't get yeah. views like that. Uh, Rasmus Hoshengarden is the defending champion. Did I get that right, Joe? <laughs> that, was, that was much better. Kind of an inside joke, Cyrus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, LPGA Tour is the CP Women's Open in Ottawa Hunt and Golf Club in Ottawa, Canada. Shout out. And then, yeah, shout out. Corn hey, Ferry hey. Tour, second leg of the playoff or the finals, a nationwide children's hospital championship at OSU Golf Club in Columbus, Ohio. Which is supposed to be just a spectacular facility. You know, uh, if, for, if you guys don't follow, what's his name? Ohio Johnny. Do you guys follow Ohio Johnny? Let me yeah. find his actual. I don't think so. This is a little uh, sub look at this Instagram quick joint. Yeah, Ohio Johnny takes amazing pictures of courses in Ohio. That's oh, a good yeah. one. A little right. nugget for you. Cool. <laughs> Finally, we have PJ Tour Champions action at the Ally Challenge at Warwick Hills, Warwick Hills Golf and Country Club in Grand Blanc, Michigan. And that is a wrap on what is coming up this week. Good weekend of golf. Good weekend of golf. Yeah, man. East Lake is always awesome to watch. Yeah. I Cyrus, have you played East Lake? Yeah, uh, I have not played it. I have been there. Because uh, I went to school at Florida State, so it's not too far from Atlanta. About a four and a half, five hour drive. So when I was in college, I did travel up to the Coca Cola Tour Championship, what it was at the mm-hmm. time. So I've I've walked the property many times. It's a phenomenal place. Isn't Coke still involved in this or no? I think so, but I I know they were like the title sponsor before. Oh, I, yeah, I'm sure they're a while because yeah. it's uh, it's Atlanta. it's Atlanta, right? Yeah, so they'll definitely be involved at some level for sure. Coca Cola. Yeah, the varsity is probably involved too. And I think the coolest story about about East Lake about. though is like East Lake is just in the is is in like the roughest. It's like in a very rough part of town. Yeah, it's yeah, they're chair. revitalizing that area. Yeah, yeah, and they've just done an amazing reach and outwork, which is a great thing with J Tour. Always a big part of it. Yeah. Well, Augusta isn't really in a great spot either. No, not not the <laughs> best. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Cyrus, since you're here, yes, and you and I have had many discussions over the past couple months in regards to Liv and the PGA. 
And so I wanted to give you an opportunity to say what you think about live golf and, and what's going on in this crazy state we're in right now. Shouldn't we maybe take a break first? <laughs> Cause we're going to already try to silence point. me. <laughs> no, yeah. we're going to take a break at some point. Okay. Right. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. I know, I, I know I mean, Cyrus yeah, is going to go on. We've been going for an hour, so I guess we can take a break. I, it's already an hour. Holy cow. Yeah, wow. It's been an hour. So I got to go to the right. bathroom anyway. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Bob West, your Vegas golfing real estate agent. Over the course of a four hour round, I can help you with some tips to lower your scores. I can also help you with your goals when it comes to buying or selling a home anywhere in Las Vegas or Henderson. Reach out to me on Instagram at the Bob West, or just send me a text at 605-881-5481. Give me a call. Let's play around. Golfers, it's time to tee it up at Las Vegas Golf Superstore with all the hottest brands in golf at the best prices featuring tailor-made stealth carbon woods and irons. Callaway's Rogue ST Collection of Woods and Irons, Titleist's T-Series Irons and Vokey Wedges, and Ping's G425 Woods and Irons. All this and more at Las Vegas Golf Superstore. Swing by and receive a free custom fitting today. Las Vegas Golf Superstore, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, or shop us online at WorldwideGolfShops.com. Get that vape out, Joe. Get the vape out. There you go. Okay, we're back. We are back. And uh good call on Joe for taking the break. Uh, yeah, I just Thanks, know Joe. that we're gonna we're gonna Thanks, go Joe. a while. Need time for the bourbon podcast sponsors and Las Vegas <laughs> Golf Superstore. Shout out them, Five Iron, all the homies out there repping yes. the pod. because uh, I know we're gonna probably get deep. So all right, Cyrus, back to you. Stage all is right. all yours. Let's hear your thoughts on live golf. Okay, so, you know, I think that, so I have a lot of interesting thoughts about live golf. And, you know, I, I, what, I, what I always want to talk, start off with is, number one, my background. I'm a PGA professional, so I've, I've been growing the game of golf around the world for 15 years. Uh, I, I was working in China for 10 years. I was the head golf professional at Shershan International, where we host the WGC HSBC Champions uh, one of the greatest events, unfortunately, with the COVID-19 pandemic that, that hasn't been played since 2019. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that we are really that we're obviously as a PGA member and representing the United States and the USPGA around the world, especially in a country like China, is we're all about growing that game. And it's been amazing to see how much golf has grown in these uh, in these markets throughout Asia, because I've traveled all over Asia and seen how the game has been growing. And like I mentioned earlier about Australia, you know, they have an unbelievable sporting nation. So I, I kind of view it, I understand how, you know, for example, when Live Golf comes out and says, you know, we want to have a more of a world presence, you know, we want to have more world golf because it, it's it's awesome for us now that we're all based in Vegas in America. I mean, we're spoiled. The bet we have the best golfers in the world in our backyards. They're all over the United States. And let's be honest, like the US dominates sport. It doesn't matter. Like every like that was the interesting thing with coaching in China as a full-time coach we were almost frustrated because we would get kids at five, six years old. By the time they're 12 and 13, they all go to the U S to play, to, to go, you know, to a full-time golf Academy. So you kind of were really frustrated because like you're grinding it out with, from age six to 12, you know, grinding with these kids. 
and it was awesome. But then when, when at 12, they're like shooting even par and you're like, okay, uh, now like the fun's going to begin. Like, let's get you really ready. And now they're off. But you, but you, so you kind of feel a little bit, you know, frustrated because you can't coach them anymore, but you do realize, Hey, the U S is the best place to go. Like that's yeah. where you need to go. You're not going to be the best golfer in the world or the best golfer you can be by staying in China or Australia or Germany or wherever that is. It's the best golf in the U S. So I understand, like, I, I do like some aspects of live golf where they are, um, you know, saying, Hey, we're going to bring a great event to Australia. We're going to go to, you know, around the world. We're going to start, they have a, they have a big event coming up in Thailand. You know, that's going to be very popular there. I think that's some, pretty awesome to be bringing these, you know, high profile players over there. Um, you know, for me personally, being in involved in the game, you know, and, and knowing the professional side, I've spent a ton of time with the, with these players all in China. I've met almost everybody, you know, that came to the HSBC, these guys, this is a business. That's a, that is number one thing. And, and I know that people don't like that answer, but, but the reason why I bring that up is that I, I honestly have no problem with anybody taking that money and going, but it's not, I understand, um, you know, that, Hey, I, I think we can have a separate debate on like, is live golf better or the PGA tour for me? I'm a traditionalist 72 hole stroke play. There's nothing that's going to be better than that. Maybe, maybe the U S amateur would actually be a bit better. Cause that's even tougher than an 18 yeah. hole stroke yeah. uh, than a 72 hole event. But I like, like Jeremy, I, I love that because really good golfers that appreciate the game, we're going to watch that U.S. Amateur, and we're going to absolutely love it. And I love your comments, Jeremy, as far as in the Discord server. Shout out to the Discord uh, guys. You guys do a great job. There's so much cool stuff in there for all you golf nerds. Definitely mm-hmm. join that, um, you know, that, that, that chat. But you're so right. Like, that, that is a phenomenal golf. It's so entertaining to watch. So, if you, so for me, I understand, um, you know, that like if we're going to say which is the better tour to, to determine a winner, PGA Tour, which is the better tour to really, if you're the best player in the world, where are you going to be? Well, PGA Tour for sure. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I kind of see it in different things. I, I see now, you know, there's two types of players now. You know, you either play for legacy or you play for money. Money. Yeah. And and I and I don't think there's anything wrong with playing for money, you know, because – and I'll, t- I'll give you a good example. I think if you ask a guy like Lee Westwood, if you ask – and I've spent time with Lee in Shanghai. We did a corporate event together. And it was really funny because I was his translator for the day. And the first question, this was, this was like right when, you know, I think he was like number one in the world, right? So he was, this was like 2010, 2011. Um, so he was, he was either one or he just became number, or was number two. So he's right at the top. And, and we're doing this corporate clinic. And one of the Chinese guys is like, yeah, I'd like to ask a question. Can you ask Lee, when would he, you know, is he going to win a major and when will that happen? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, hey, Lee, I got a good question here to lead us off. Like, uh, do you want to win a major? And he's just like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, uh, yeah. you know, obviously I'd love to. No, but, you, no, but, no. But, yeah. but the interesting thing is I bring up Lee Westwood. If you ask Lee and you said, you know, do you play, what do you do for a living? He's like, I play golf to make money. Like I travel around the world. I've played all over the country. I've, I've played here for 30, 40 years, whatever it is. I've, I've played in, you know, 30, 40 countries, whatever it is. I play for money. And I think there's nothing wrong with that question. So for, when you have a guy like Lee saying, hey, we're going to pay you to come here and do this, of course, no brainer. And I don't think anybody, everybody understands like Lee Westwood and and Poulter and, and GMAC and Sergio. These guys are past their prime. Um mm-hmm. But I think, um, you know, when we, when, but, but when you talk about legacy, like, I, you know, obviously guys like JT, Colin Morikawa, John Rahm, Jordan Spieth, uh, Xander, I mean, these guys, I do believe that, um, that they, they want to play against the best players in the world. Uh, they, they, that, that is because if you are one of the best players in the world, you want to play against the best players in the world. 
And so I think that's that that's where that strength is for the PGA Tour. That, you know, I'm not worried about the PGA Tour. I, I like the PGA Tour. I think it's fantastic. Um, I do I do like though that they're being challenged because there there has been a tremendous amount of change on the PGA Tour, and that has that has come as a result of Lyft. Um, I think that competition does breed change. I think it brings a lot of uh, uh, there's been a lot of change. I mean, you know, you you know, we want to throw Phil Mickelson under the bus, and he has taken a tremendous amount of uh, he took crap, the brunt crap. of it. He took he, the he brunt took, of everything. He, he took the brunt, and you know, um, I mean, he took a lot of crap. And I and, and to be honest, I don't think it was fair because you look at a guy like actually the funniest thing is is you look at DJ. DJ, like he was the first guy to bounce, right? He's the marquee yeah. player, and he has gotten nothing. Like, D, well, like Phil well, thrown under the bus. He's stupid, yeah. He doesn't know what's going on, but. you know. But but still, though, I mean, he was the main that main guy to go. I, I think that when you look at, but when you look at that, you know, if you look at the guys compared to play for money or play for legacy, there's only a handful of guys that can really play for legacy, right? And that's where that's where, for example, I look at a guy like Hudson Swafford and Taylor Gooch. I, I, it was really Gooch. interesting. Right. It was really interesting because I was talking to the guys at TPC Summerlin. Right now, TPC Summerlin, this is um, this is hilarious because they obviously they are um, obviously they're owned by the PGA Tour. PGA Tour right. And I did go into the pro shop and I found a Greg Norman collection. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Golf oh, yeah, shirts. You found it on a clearance, right? I found, well, right. and it was me. it's like seventy dollars <laughs> and it's like marked down to like twenty. And, yeah. and and I was like sold. I'm like, this it's is great. I got totally. that Greg Norman collection. Like it was the premium edition, you know, with the PGA uh, Tour logo on it. I'm like, I'll go ahead and take this just for a laugh. I remember I messaged you about that. <laughs> you did, you did. Yeah. But but I think the, the interesting thing was is I was talking to the guy to one of the managers there, and he's like, you know, I can't understand. Why would a Taylor Gooch, why would he put like he was he was 16th on the FedEx Cup? Why would he possibly go to live? And I'm like, this is why he would go to live. Number one. Like Taylor Gooch is a good player, no, no doubt about it. I mean, he's he's got a lot of talent, but I think you're almost I almost find him hedging his bets. Kind of a guy like Hudson Swafford. Hudson Swafford won the Amex. Like, what is Hudson Swafford going to do in his career? Is is like he might have, and I, I like to say this, he might have like a Ben Crane career. Ben Crane, uh, you know, great career. He's been on tour. He was on tour for like 15, 16 years. Won five times. Won about twenty five million bucks. Like, fantastic career on the PGA Tour. So, you know, like Hudson Swafford, that's probably what he's going to be for the next, you know, 20 years if he was on tour. Went yeah. a few times, kind of bounce around, you know, the 100, 120. All of a sudden, you know, it's like, well, I have this guaranteed money. And and I also, I personally think that we're looking at, look at how all these contracts in all of the other sports are 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 um are, are going. Like, they're just getting absurd. That's I mean, ridiculous. You, yeah, it, it, right? Crazy. Like, LeBron signing a... I mean, LeBron, I mean, he's worth it. He's LeBron. But, I mean, it's like a two-year, $97 million. But, I mean, you look at a lot of these other guys that are not that big name of players. Like, oh, this guy signed a five-year, $80 million contract. You're like, really? The, like, NFL from guy, agency, 80? I was like, who is this? And why are I know. they making $30 million a year? Yeah, you know. it's, it's just gotten out of proportion. And so there's a double-edged sword there. And I, and I apologize. I know I'm going off on a tangent here because I've, I've, I've been I, – I, I love chatting about this. But mm-hmm. I, I know there's a double-edged sword because part of what does – and I like Tiger's comments because part of what makes the PGA Tour unique is the fact that you don't have that guaranteed money. So you have you get what you earn and you go out and you grind it. And I think it's yeah. incredible because, you know, you know, there is an element there. And, and I think there's like, for example, why has why is Phil Mickelson 44 over par or whatever it is now, you know, since his <laughs> yeah, return right. to, to yeah. golf is because, you know, he's been he's been paid two hundred million dollars 
He's 52 years old. Like, honestly, I mean, the guy's yeah. won, what, what 45 times on tour? Like, like yeah. he's a, he's like a Hall he of Famer. It. He's he's done everything in his career. Like, there's just not that motivation. Like, you're like, yeah. he has climbed his Everest. There, like, there isn't, like, you're, you're not going to get that excitement to say, like, hey, you know what? I really want to win that Portland Live event. I mean, it's kind of been right. on my bucket list for a while. Mm-hmm. Of course yeah. not. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I mean, so, so you, you just don't have that fire is not burning inside of you. So I understand why he's shooting over par. I mean, you, you know, because it's not like it's six o'clock on a Friday night. You're not thinking like, Hey, you know what? I probably should go out. You know, I can have another hour before sunset. Let me go make 54 footers in a row to, you know, you right. know what? I'll just, you know what? Yeah. Order another bottle of wine, honey. Like, let's live yeah. it up. You know, you want to go to Vegas let's tomorrow? Let's go. You know, yeah, let's get a cheeseburger. So do you so, think... That's my do you, initial thoughts. Okay. Do you think the the money is changing the perception of the game to where these guys, the desire to win and create a legacy is not even on their radar anymore? I think so. I mean, because I, I think when you look at, I mean, like, for example, a guy like uh, Bryson, you know, uh, Bryson's an interesting an interesting case study because, you know, you know, he goes out on this bulking plan. Obviously, he does it. He did. He did a great job. He gained thirty pounds of muscle. Yeah, and he's he a student all this of the speed. game. Like he's he a loves student of the, the game. game. He loves the game. I mean, he went out and won that U.S. Open at Wingfoot, which was phenomenal. Right. Yeah, and you know, he's won the Bay Hill. And I understand, like, it's a lot of cash up front. And so a lot of these guys are saying, hey, you know, now I can, I have that. There's no pressure there, you know, and it, it's like, okay, you know what? I can do other things outside of golf, maybe whether it's build a school, build a foundation, give back to charity, basically do whatever I want. But there, there, there's no way that you're going to have that same level of uh, competitiveness and fire. Let me ask and, you this, and I think you just, ha- I think you just have to be, uh, you got to be honest with yourself and just say like, hey, yeah. like, I'm going to take the bag. And I'm going to be happy with that, but I got to be happy with that decision. And if yeah. and, and you can still have fun. Now, I do think, for example, before, before you answer, before you ask that question, Joe, I think for guys like a Brandon Grace, I, like I could see him be like, you know what, like I I can go beat these 45 guys and go win 4.5 million dollars. Yeah, I yeah. still I, I still think there's a, a there's a fire in there, but you know, like like DJ has actually played very good in these live events. You know, he's he's. Um, you know, been like top five, I believe. Well, the four aces are killing it. Yeah, the four, you know, so he's winning a bunch of cash. He's he's playing pretty good level of golf. But I mean, you know, for a guy like DJ, though, you, you know, like put on his four aces hat. <laughs> Let me get that. Let me real quick. <laughs> so if they make I, new errors, I might wear it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, 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 there's a lot of interesting elements about uh, about it. I, I do wish that guys would just be a little bit more honest about it. Like, I, I love Faraday, right? It's just like, yeah, yeah pay you me know, a lot of money. Yeah, pay me a lot of money. That Absolutely. was the best. You know, just be honest with it. Thing is, to me, like, I feel like we're seeing, like, players that are hurt or have had injuries are going there, right? Like, yeah. like you mentioned Bryson, like Bryson's hand. He had to get that uh, surgery on his hand, and he went. Is it? Do you think it's a a fearfulness of players that are scared of they're prone to injury and they're just trying to just cash in real quick, or do you think that they truly believe that this is growing the game and it's going to excel into the this is the Los Angeles Dodgers of golf, this is the Yankees of golf, this is. You know the Lakers of golf, four aces, this that. Right. I know, I know. Norman probably sold them in the fact that you were going to be the GM of the Chicago nineteen ninety Chicago Bulls of golf, right? Like four aces, like DJ, you were going to be 
the Phil Jackson. I know Phil Jackson didn't own the team, but yeah, I, you know, you, you know, I, I, th- that's a good question, Joe. And I think what, what, what there, and that's actually, you're bringing up some points that I actually like about live. And, and I think actually does have some potential, uh, you know, I think as far as first going to the injuries are the injury prone. I mean, the guys that we've seen go to live, they really haven't had a single marquee player go that's in his prime, maybe except DJ. You can kind of argue DJ's there, you know, but I mean, guys, again, like yeah. all those European guys, they, they're all past their prime. I um, think DJ is literally the only one like, you, you know, right. I mean, Brooks, Brooks was hurt. And, and but but you know and and Brooks and Brooks and Brooks is hurt and he hasn't the interesting thing with Brooks is I mean he came out of the gate hot with those four majors and I mean he won and but even though he's a Florida State boy you know I went to Florida State I do you know he's a fellow Seminole you know I think he's gotten a little too arrogant you know for Brooks there's yeah. a difference yeah. between a I, I I like I like his swag uh, like when he was winning those majors I like the confidence because the thing is is like. You have to be cocky and you have to be totally. confident, right? Like to be able to win on the tour. Uh, I spent a lot of time. That's a little too much. Just it's a little, a, it's a little bit too much. Where you know, like you have to, like you have to think. Like I mean, the, the, the thing about like Ian Poulter. I mean, Ian Poulter. This dude was a. This guy was working in a pro shop. At, he was like a five handicap and, and and working in a pro shop in England. And he's like, I'm gonna go fucking play the PGA Tour. Wait, sorry, can you curse? Right. Absolutely. Oh, okay, Absolutely. Say, yeah. yeah. Say it again. Say it again. Right. So, so he, so, so, uh, you know, he, but he's just like, but he, and, and so everyone's like, dude, you're like, you fucking suck, man. You're, you're like, you, 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 you can't even break 75. And he's just like, you know, fuck you. I'm going to go for it. And, and he grinded it. Like what he's been able to do is unbelievable, you know, yeah. but he has that, you know, that Poulter swag and that, that arrogance and stuff. So good for him, you know, and, and what he's been able to accomplish. Um, so I think, um, you know, I, I think what we're seeing is this is why I believe like Cam Smith would be a huge domino to fall. Like that oh, would be huge. massive. And so that is they, the big one. That is the big one. That is the big one. Is 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 a guy like Cam Smith? I mean, even a guy like Hideki. Like people are saying that you know because they've I've heard right like four hundred yeah, yeah. mil for Hideki. Now uh, Hideki. You know, he he would bring in different element because he would bring in, you know, Japan, which is golf crazy, but he would bring in a TV deal like they could easily get some huge Japanese money behind that, um, you know, which would be massive because because one of the things that was really amazing when I was I was in Japan for a month in 2015 and like when you watch any like it was the Sony Open in Hawaii. And so there was a couple of Japanese players that were playing that week in the Sony Open and it was incredible because they have their own TV crew that is following the Japanese players and right. you get to see all, every single one of the Japanese player shots yeah. are being and, and that was, it was actually kind of cool because, you know, I'm watching like Ryu Ishikawa and, you know, he's kind of like hovering around the cut line, but they show all 73 of his shots. Didn't play that well, but I, you know, I did, I, I, I was watching all and I'm like, Oh, you don't really get to see guys like struggling to make the cut. They don't are on TV, but in yeah. Japan, you know, he was a huge deal. They Everybody wants to watch players. Them they back their players. So I can see that potential for, for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that's where, you, you know, you're going to, I think what's more interesting here is uh, let me tell you some things that I do love about, uh, not love, but that I do actually like about live is I don't, I don't, I actually, I, I do find it very intriguing. I've actually watched the events because I'm just like, this is yeah. kind of like, I want to watch it and I want to see, I think that um, I don't mind the shotgun start. I think that's actually a pretty cool thing. Uh, because number one, it, it gives you a definite start time and an end time, 
right? When we sit down and we look at the Raiders, hey, Raiders are, t- you know, kicking off at 10 a.m., right? Right. right? Or, you know, like we know that that is, or one o'clock, whatever it is, you know, we know, okay, one o'clock to four. It's a definite time. Unless when they post it on Eastern time and we have to do math. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, so, you know, so, so that, that is an element. And then, of course, as a shotgun start from the moment it starts, you got guys hitting, you got everybody, there's, you know, it's, you're jumping around all these different relevant shots. I mean, if you watch the, um, you know, the British Open, right? I mean, that's on Sunday. It's again, it's a double edged sword. I mean, for us golf nuts that have all day to watch it, you know, we can watch golf for nine, 10 hours, but, uh, you know, the average people aren't going to be watching golf that long. So now all of a sudden it's like, hey, I can tune in and watch these. Uh, I do like the team aspect. I think that there's some potential in that. And I do like the potential for having, I mean, let's be honest, the names and the logos are terrible. Trash. They look oh, awful, God. awful. Whoever but, they hired for that needs to be fired. <clears throat> I mean, they, I think they got them off a of Fiverr for five bucks. You know, but, <laughs> I right? totally agree with that. Right? I mean, they, 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 they look <laughs> terrible, terrible, <laughs> you know, and, and so I, and, and some of the things that like Jerry Foltz with his hard selling, I mean, it's just so oh, ridiculous, you know, like, and now he's just like, you know, uh, Patrick Reed's wife, you know, she was commenting, you know, I've never seen Patrick Reed's teeth so much this week because he literally <laughs> right? just can't stop smiling. Sm- Johnny, you know, so this is what we're doing at Live. You know, we're, we're, it's just, it's this new thing. If you haven't been involved, it's the most exciting. It's like, dude, just honestly, the best the thing they've done is get Faraday. That's oh, the that, that was best huge. move they've made. By far. You know, and Jerry Foltz has been around for three decades. He's done his dues. And it's like, good for him. He's getting paid, whatever he is. And he's he's there. But you don't need to hard sell it either. Just just like, yeah. you know, because we're not, we, we can see through that line of, of BS. Just, just like report the golf. Like I'm actually interested. Like, let me see these golfers. I mean, there's still some good golf and good talent out there. I want to see, you know, what's, uh, what's going on. The um, best thing honestly is that they're playing courses that we don't see normally. Yeah. And I think that they could shine a light on the architects or the history of those courses. And I think that would draw more people, more of the nerds in, if you will. Yeah. We've been well, saying that for a long that time. Aspect. That's one of the, one of the things that the PGA tour does not do well is, promote the golf course that they're playing i agreed, agreed. they and, do and, the sponsors and, they they give the architect and the greenskeeper a 10 second little spot and, but and 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 i think what's what's interesting as well is is that you know norman and the and live have been very strategic in where they've gone so i was living in vancouver canada now we have like the pacific northwest does not have any professional golf there, right? I think we right. had a senior event down in, totally. in, in in Washington State a few years ago that got canceled. And that's uh, big time area. That's it's a big huge. time area, right? You got banned Dudes, right? Cha- for the- well, yeah, cha- yeah, 2015. You know, yeah. I mean, you had a one off event. But what I'm saying is, yeah. is that they strategically picked Portland because it's like let's go to a very under utilized golf market let's go to pumpkin ridge which has totally. a lot of history great golf course and i mean i had buddies fly you know drive down from vancouver and went down and it's just like hell yeah and actually i i probably would have done gone with them just to check out live uh, except it was uh, canada day which is our you know obviously like national day in canada so my wife and i we, we were with the kids we were on holiday so i you know i couldn't go but you guys I had were some, shooting off fireworks we were we were in banff <laughs> we were in banff we were in banff um <laughs> You know, you know, it's you know, it's so funny though. My wife's my wife's Canadian, and so we're in Banff, and there's like it's like July first. Canada's awesome, uh, but it, everything's a little bit smaller, right? Like like the Canadian yeah. Thanksgiving, not a big deal. It's like. Oh yeah, we just kind of meet here, meet there. Like, how's Thanksgiving in the U.S.? I'm like, oh dude, we do it massive. Like, Thanksgiving's it's a big, it's a big like, like deal. Thanksgiving's almost bigger than Christmas. Like, we take it to like yeah. a whole it's another a four level. Four day event. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's massive, right? You got you know, you know, and so 
anyways, like we have like little pew, pew, pew. And my wife's like, oh man, these fireworks are so loud. And I'm like, honey, we're, we're, we're going to America where yeah. like, you, you better get ready. Like July 4th in Vegas. Like I, I've never been there, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be lit. Right. Down yeah. on the street. I, mean, I bet it's awesome yeah. down there. Right. But <laughs> no. So I think, um, you know, they've been very, very smart, smart with this. I will say this. I'm going to, I'm going to say that I, I don't like how, um, Monahan has handled the thing. I think he's been incredibly. He's I think he's looked. I, I think he's looked terrible. He he has come off so weak in my in my in my assessment because you know like like for example one of the things that I think was so stupid that he came out and he just said you know Greg Norman wants a meeting with me I don't I didn't even I didn't even uh, I didn't even meet with him you know he's almost kind of yeah. arrogantly promoting yeah. that he hasn't going to meet. And then what we see is, you know, we saw a huge change. I actually made a YouTube video about this on my on my golf YouTube channel, where I, we saw Rory make a complete 180, right? Like Rory at the RBC Canadian Open. That was when 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 Liv's first event was, right? So he's over yeah. in Canada. You know, he's got the tour on his back, and he's just like, you know, let's fucking go. Like I'm gonna go shoot yeah. 60 and just Superman. go, you know, just and it was awesome, right? It was like it was the best scenario for the PGA Tour because I think oh, yeah, totally, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, it was like JT Finau and and I think Rory in the last group, yeah, yeah. So yeah, was, and yeah, I think yeah. those were the three biggest players in in, in at the RBC, mm-hmm. and it was good because RBC, you know, they um they had two years off for the pandemic as well, so it was awesome to see the RBC Canadian Open come back and the historic club there in Toronto. But anyways, um, you know, Rory came out, he won he won that event, kind of put the PGA Tour on his back, had a you know had that comment against Norman on the on the on the 18th green you know i got my 21st win one more than you know who yeah and and so but then all of a sudden you know three four weeks later it's just like well you know ultimately we you know when you have an entity that's wanting to invest billions in the game i think i think live's going to be good for the game of golf in the long run right total 180 switch you know for mm-hmm. rory and and so i made a youtube video about that it was well received and, and a lot of people were commenting on that and the interesting thing is is you know, I, I I think it's inevitable is that you have to, re, you know, as a businessman, Monaghan has to realize one of the mistakes that I think he made is he basically just swept it under the rug. These guys are never going to yeah. get this thing off the ground. These guys are going to fail. We're PGA Tour. And that's the thing is that you cannot be too arrogant because nothing's too big to fail. You know, like, right. you know, the PGA Tour has a lot of strategic advantages. I mean, they have they have the legacy. They have the the, the, the partnerships. They have the the um i mean the, this is where people want to you grew up wanting to be a pga tour player right you want to you want to challenge those records and things like that but i think what what they should have done is they should have um realized hey you know we've got we've got um an entity that wants to be involved in golf and and like it doesn't you know there's nothing we can do to stop them now yeah. maybe we can leverage this how do we leverage this because totally. they, we have what they want Right, we yep. have the legacy. We have the players. You need us, you right. know. And 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 so there's a different way that you could have would have seen that. Now here's my uh, grand idea, and what I would like to see, kind of going back to that world golf and seeing that if you're Australian, and I got a lot of Aussie mates, if you're Australian, you never get to see Cam Smith play golf, right? You never get to see him play golf. Adam Scott, Jason Day, Mark Leishman. Yeah. Mark Leishman married a girl from Virginia. He lives in Virginia. At, you know, at Jason Day <laughs> married a girl from Ohio. Yeah. He lives. He's a member at uh, Muirfield yeah. Village. Yeah. You know, Cameron Smith. He's down at uh, down That's in Florida, enough. right? So you, all these boys, and like, and it makes sense. Like exactly like Greg Norman. You know, he. You know, but I, what I liked about Norman is that you know he traveled around the world. He was over. You no, know, he's won ninety times around the world. He was number one in the world for how many weeks? I don't know, a, a, you know, something like 300 weeks. So, I mean, like he was a fantastic ambassador for Australia, you know, for international golf. And, and I, and the problem is, is that 
there's no incentive. There's no there's no reason why Cam Smith would ever go back and play in you know any event in Australia. Even the they're, they're like even like the Australian PGA, I think it, it like went defunct. You know, like they hasn't been held for a couple of years now. Um, so you know, like it's kind of like you know we need to bring a good event to Australia. Like those fans deserve it. You know, so what I would like to see is actually the you know um, I would love to see the PGA Tour and Live come together potentially make a, a series of world golf championships have, have like, I don't know if you yeah. guys follow the rugby sevens, but the rugby sevens is awesome. Cause you have, yeah. you know, all these different events, but basically it's a world tour. It goes around the world. And so I, I know it's more golf and there'd be a lot of kind of an interesting way to figure this out, but it'd be pretty awesome to see, you know, more talent, right? Like there should be a world golf championship event. Like why does the U S have all the world golf championship events? You know, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You know, like if it's a world golf championship, Obviously, you need one in the UK. You should have one in continental Europe. Middle East, somewhat should be in Dubai. Go down to South Africa. Definitely hit up China. That's a massive emerging market. Go to Japan. You know, head down to Australia. Australia. Right? Like, you make a really good circuit, but then just make sure that, hey, every every year, you guys are going to get, we're going to have massive purses. We're going to have, you know, the Saudis can get involved because they want to grow, you know, what, they're, what they want to do you know, is they want to get involved in sport. They're dominant in F1. If you don't know anything about F1, they're dominant in F1. Saudi, the Saudi have absolutely saved the women's European tour. I don't know if you guys realize that yeah, at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they like Saudi, the Saudi you know, they funded yeah. the whole thing and it, it's been amazing. And, and the thing is, is like, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get political on this or go off on a tangent here, but <laughs> for, for me, you know, like I, I don't really, I don't really care for anybody talking about human rights, you know, as far as that, because, you know, he who's without sin cast the first stone in the United States, we have a tremendous amount of human rights abuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm just going to say that. So, I mean, we can't sit here and judge another country for human rights, like in my mind, you know, and, and so I, I think, you know what, like Saudi Arabia, you know what, if they want to get involved and they want to do sport, I mean, that's, it's a business. You know, it's, it's, that's, that's what it is. It's totally business. And, and like this, like how you said, like a global golf tour, like this whole season that's coming up after East Lake until tournament champions in Hawaii, they could have fit uh, UK, Europe, Africa, Japan, Korea, and Australia in that whole time frame. Oh, and, 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 and I think like, it'd be really cool to see, you know, and so again, like it going back to Norman, right? Norman in the early nineties says we need to have a world golf tour. You know, and, and the interesting thing is, is that because Norman got shot down in the early 90s, that's then that's, you know, the WGCs were created. You know, that yeah, was again, cascaded, it's right? that, a cascading but, effect. Yeah. But, and, and so now we're seeing again, Norman creating these changes and stuff. So I think that, you know, it's going to get messy for a while here. And, you know, we got to figure out, you know, the interesting storyline in these next six, seven months is going to be what are the majors going to do? Right. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Right. That's that's going to be a huge deal. And I think and honestly, I don't think the majors need to say anything. If I'm Augusta National, I wouldn't say a thing because all you have to all it really comes down to is, uh, you know, uh, world golf rankings. If these guys get the points or not, if they get points, then they're qualified for majors. They don't get points. Majors don't need to say anything. They won't qualify for them anyways. Yeah. Uh, You know, what I don't want to see, though, is I definitely don't want to see any former champions being banned. I would be 100 percent against that, you know, because, I mean, you look at, uh, you know, these guys, you know, you win the Masters, you're there for life. That's just the deal. Yeah, you know? I mean, and that's been the tradition. I mean, I, I, I would be sad. I would be sad to see, like, if it's like, hey, guess what? Phil, Bubba, um, you know, Schwartzel, all the all the boys, you know, uh, DJ. you know, Reed, DJ, all Patrick you guys Reed, can yeah. come. It'd be it'd be tough. It'd be it'd be really tough to see to see those band and. But you know, I I did hear the other day as well. Like, you look at it's going to be interesting to see how this goes because you look at like, uh, <clears throat> you know, you would have thought like Tiger and Phil, maybe these guys would have been 
um, you know, the honorary first starter at Augusta for like 30 years, you know, that's yeah, yeah. probably not going to happen now. You know, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, yeah. So th- those are my thoughts. I mean, I got a lot of thoughts on live. I mean, I'm, I'm one for always finding a way to work together. That's kind of my mission. Yeah. And that's kind of what I do a lot. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of stuff that I do outside of golf as well. And I'm always one for trying to find a way to work together. So, but for me, that was my initial takeaway is like, Hey, you got somebody wanting to invest billions into the game. Um, you know, how do you work with them? Don't just shut them down. Like, you know, like they got money. So let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's get this involved and let's create a better product because I think we can all, and, and for me, what I, what I would like to see as well is that, you know, there's a, there's a very legitimate concern on the PGA tour where people where where, where the schedule is just too deep. It's like, what is it? 48 weeks out of the year. There's, they're, they're playing tournaments. Yeah. There's yeah. no, and, and I know people, and I know people say, you know what, um, um, you know, these guys are millionaires. They're complaining about having to travel around the world and play golf. Like, Oh, boohoo. You live it's such a tough, tough life, man. dude. It's a grind. It's an absolute grind. And the thing is, is that, um, you know, it, it like everybody says like, Hey, you know, people, people don't really understand this. And I've spent a lot of time in professional golf and people don't understand how much of a grind and how much these boys work. It's awesome when you're Phil and you're tiger and you're Spieth and you're, you know, Got Rory. Yeah, but yeah. you don't understand the grind that it takes to be, you know, like a Jimmy Walker, a Jason Duffner. You know, how long does your time go? You know, there's no yeah. guarantee in that. You know, I mean, you look at like, I think an interesting case study that I always like to bring up is Jimmy Walker, right? This guy, this dude won five or six times in a very short span, right? You're, and everyone's. You're, Jeremy played golf with Jimmy. So, okay. You're tugging yeah. on his heart. Yeah, I'm a Jimmy right Walker fan, fanboy. Oh, and I love, I love Jimmy Walker. Right. But I mean, but people didn't see it like, like this dude's been grinding it on mini tours for like 12 years before that. Right. Like he, like he grinded a long time and then now, now, and then he got Lyme disease. Right. And, and I mean, ever since that he, I mean, and so it's like, you know, look at, look at like, look at how much money, how much money has Jimmy Walker made on, on tour? Let's Google that up. That's something I don't know offhand about Jimmy. No, but I mean, let's just right dude cooks it. a mean steak, though. I know that. Yeah. So, tw- so twenty twenty six million in earnings. All right. <clears throat> but now, 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 wow, let's he's just fast, Jeremy. You're... Yeah, hey, I saw it the same time he said it. <laughs> All right. But I, but I mean, we look at we look at like uh, I mean, look at so twenty six twenty six million dollars in earnings. All right. But I mean, you start going through and you look at. Um... No. Oh no. I will say, like, oh, here you go. Wait, oop, uh, oop, oh, oh, oh. we're losing you a little bit. I thought the Summerlin Wi-Fi was like cracking off. There you go. Oh. Yeah, there he is. You're cutting out there, Cyrus. But I will say, I mean, like, he's talking about the grind, right? Like traveling, and you know, my wife Katie just went to London for two weeks, and comes home and she's dead tired for three days like these guys are traveling the world playing golf for four days well i mean really six days i mean two days of those are probably nine holes but four days grinding trying to win some money it, it's a grind dude I, and i totally get it and um he brought up jay monahan and hopefully cyrus gets back here because i got a question what's your question for all y'all what's your question the question is, is... Oh, hey, are you back, Cyrus? Serious. You are frozen, sir. Frozen. The question is... I saw I saw 
dabbled out there. And, you know, Jamon and Han did do a very bad job, I do believe, as well as Cyrus said. Does Tiger become a commissioner of the PGA Tour at some point? No. No? Okay. Yeah, I don't think I don't think so either. You don't think I don't, I don't think, think Tiger would want to do that. I don't I don't think he'd want to do it, but I, I could see him doing it. I just don't think assistant that's assistant to the commissioner. I just don't think that's his jam. I don't think he wants that. I don't think it's his I don't think I don't think he'd want to do it. I think he would probably be a he'd probably really be a good fit for it. But But I mean Tiger Woods was was. I'm gonna say was because he's not the Tiger Woods that he was back then. He was a step on your throat and bury you. He wasn't a team player. He I mean that's that's but not... we've seen that we've seen that change. Yeah, in the I past I know, but few years. the what got his status to where he is now is I don't know. I just I just can't see him going. Yeah, I'm gonna go sit behind a desk and run the PGA. No, I don't see it happening. I think it'd be a great fit, though. I think he could do it. He'd probably do a better job than Monahan is doing. I feel like him and him and Greg probably could have found something. I mean, I think Tiger has the foresight to see if something is threatening and be able to calculate it a little bit better than Jay Monahan did. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I could see that. I just don't think he's. I don't think he's the type of person that can sit down and hold no, meetings no, totally with not. people and decide schedules and rules and that just no, totally not. I mean, if they want to bring, do I him think in, he wants to do it or could do it? Or, well, that's two different. Do I think he wants to do it? No. Do I think he could do a great job at it? Yes. Yeah, I don't. I that's don't, all I'm saying. I don't think he would be good at it at all because it, that that type of position requires you to sit and listen to people. And I think he has that ego. Look, I'm fucking Tiger Woods. You're just going to do what I say, okay? I'm going to fix this and it, and have that, that Trump attitude of, I know what I'm doing, just do this. And I, I just don't think that works in, yeah. with the I, PGA. I see him having the, the, the command of the players, though, and I think they can go a long way, which I think Monaghan does not have. Well, he doesn't have it now because he's kind of fucked this up. Yeah. Totally. He said his computer just went out. That's what happened. Awesome. That's, hey, you got to plug that in, man. You got to plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, have I, have I told you guys what I think I did? I was going to ask Cyrus about it. Maybe he uh, gets charged and back on here. We'll find out. Um, but I... I like the team aspect. Totally. I think that's the best aspect of live. But I, I don't like four. I, I like two. I would love to see it how F1 is with, you know, two teams. I would love to see the brands get behind it and have a Callaway team, a Tylus team, a, you know, a ping team uh, and have all those guys represent that stuff and just, flood the merch tent with team titleist team you know puma just and just go nuts with it and i i think that could be a really exciting thing for golf i don't know how, how the logistics would work with it but i could totally you know see a brand coming in and saying hey i'm gonna buy this team and you know 
I'm going to field it with my players. I'm going to play my sticks and, and, and we're going to go out there and, and see what we can do. I think that would be a really interesting aspect. Yeah. I think the team aspect could prevail if, if it's done correctly, but they got to get rid of those fucking names. Oh my God. They are so yeah, bad. bad. Fiber was so right. It was dead on it. All right. Well, let's, let's get into the odds. Um, see if maybe if Cyrus can come back or not. But in the meantime, we'll, we'll handle some business. Yeah, let me pull this up here. He's like, tour championship. My thing doesn't work. Loading very slowly. Oh, I got them all right here. See, I did my, I did my research. I wrote it all down. You gotta, That's what I used you gotta to. You got to get the program, Joe. There's only 30 people. True. Oh. There's only two people I want to I want to pick, so. Oh. It's a good thing you get to go third. <laughs> yeah, mine's not loading, so. Okay. If you want to holler them Okay. Uh so we'll do it alphabetically down the list. You got uh, or do you want me to go in order? Ah, uh, we'll go alphabetically. That's how it got written down. Alphabetically. Wow. Well, that's how I wrote it down. I No wonder I do it. Yeah, exactly. Typically. Well, I can bring it up on my phone. Hold on. <laughs> Jeremy's like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're doing alphabetical. Oh, hold on. I think I have it. Oh, 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 oh. Why is it all at the bottom? Okay. Let's see. I think I got it. Okay. FedEx. <clears throat> Your favorite 2.1 to 1. Scotty Scheffler. Starting at 10 strokes under. Uh, Patrick Cantley, 4 to 1. Xander Shoffley, 7.5 to 1. Zalatoris ten to one, Rory McIlroy twelve to one, John Rahm sixteen to one, uh, Finau eighteen to one, Sam Byrne twenty to one, Cam Smith twenty two to one, Justin Thomas twenty five to one, Sung Jay twenty eight to one, Cameron Young thirty to one, uh, Fitzpatrick forty to one, Wakan Naman sixty five to one, along with Victor Hovland and Jordan Spieth, uh, Matsuyama seventy to one, Morikawa seventy five to one, Max Homa eighty to one. Should I go through all of these? Yeah, there's only thirty of them. You're halfway done. All right. Uh, Max Homa, 80 to 1. Corey Connors, 85 to 1. Scott Stallings, 100 to 1. Sepp Straka, 125 to 1. Uh, Billy Horschel, 150 to 1. Adam Scott, 175 to 1. Brian Harmon. And uh, Hugh Hoon Lee, 200 to 1. Aaron Wise, 225 to 1. Sahith Tagala, 250 to 1. Tom Hoagie and JT Poston, 400 to 1. Wow. Starting 10 strokes back. Yeah. I got, uh, what the heck happened? Stars. <laughs> I know we've talked about it every year, but I don't, I don't really, it's hard because I don't really like this stroke situation. But yeah. So that. It's kind of hard to determine the best way to do that. Yeah. And, you know? and I'm kind of having the same thing with, um, the VGN final because we got, uh, 16 guys from the breakfast ball, breakfast ball division and 12 from the gross division, uh, the champions division. And so I was thinking about doing the stagger start too, just, but I'm, then I'm also thinking, well, why don't we just make the points, you know, do what the PGA tour does and just do quadruple points and whoever finishes with the most points wins. Um, I think that would make it a little bit more interesting um, I mean, giving Dan and Bob 
two and three strokes against everybody <laughs> yeah. else is kind of pointless. But yeah. you know, if somebody five six spots back wins and Bob has a bad day, then they got a chance. Yeah. So it's tough. I mean, it's a tough. So spot. we'll have to figure hard. it out. It's hard. I was I was stunned. Sam Burns starts five under, right? And Rory McIlroy and Cameron Smith have better odds, and they're a stroke back. John Rahm is two strokes back of him and has better odds than Sam Burns. So no faith in Sam Burns for the odds makers, hmm. which was a little wild. I mean. Let's see, let's see. You're taking Sam Burns? No, I'm not taking Sam Burns at all. Are you crazy? <laughs> That's the odds makers are telling me don't take Sam Locked Burns. Locked in. <laughs> Locked in. Uh, let's see if my uh, cash register is working. It's not working. What the hell? God damn it. I guess we're going back to Squadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Powered by <laughs> Squadside. It's not working. Oh, well. That's sad. Cha-ching. Yeah, but it's not going to record it. Oh, well. All right, so, Jeremy, you won the week. Who are you picking? Ooh. I am going to pick the same person I picked last week, and I'm going Xander. Yeah, great pick. He has uh, his uh, scoring average at Eastlake, 67. Yeah. He's won there before. I'll do it there. You you take Xander at East Lake all the time. That's what you got to do. Yep, that's what yeah. Joe. I knew that he was. He loves that place. Let's see. Oh man, it's. I mean, it's kind of. I don't want to take Patrick Cantley, but I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> so it's tough. I really think John Rahm is going to have a hell of a tournament. Uh, I just don't think he's going to have enough to catch. You know, see, I don't even think Scheffler is going to be there. I think he's going to lose that lead on the first day. The thing about the playing Eastlake, yeah. The thing about the deficit is like you, you. I mean, if you're, he's already two strokes ahead, right? Yeah. The next person's eight under Patrick. Yeah, it's 10, I mean, 8, 7, 6, 5. Scheffler's not going to be shooting over par. I, I would say he's his worst round could be even. I don't see him shooting over par. And that means any everyone else, especially the guys in the middle of the road, have, have got to shoot low 60s, mid-60s every day. Yeah. That's yeah, a tough gotta, pick. This is I a think, very tough week to pick. Um, yeah, because Zalatoris, dude, when... Kid is on, man. He's really fucking good. But I got to do it. I got to take uh, Joe's favorite face on the PGA Tour. <coughs> Pecans. I'm glad. I'm glad he took him because he's trash. <laughs> Are we picking? Is this going to happen? Are we picking the third, the second, and the first spot? No. <laughs> All right, is Joe? Are We're you picking? Are you taking Cam Smith? I'm taking Jay Z. <laughs> no. JT Post. I'm taking, I'm taking the man with the dance himself. He does the same dance every fucking social media post. <laughs> he's doing this. He's doing that. His okay. wife be on social media. He's from Utah. He almost he won a bunch of money at Dragon Ridge. The name's Tony Finau. Drop the Peretti. 
He's coming back. He can come back from behind. We've seen him done it before. He's only five strokes back. <laughs> he is, he yeah. Could, he could start, another no, 60. He's, six, he's six back. He's played well at Eastlake. I've seen him do it. Tony Finau is on a hot streak. He's doing it this time for this 72-kid band. <clears throat> Tony Finau for the win. Wow. 72-kid band? That's a bold yeah, statement. He's got, that's how many kids he has, right? That's 72. true. That's about 72. average for Utah. <laughs> One per hole. <laughs> per round. A couple per hole. But... Uh, well, I mean, 72, one per tournament round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was either I was either going Finau or Xander, so. That was me, too. Yeah. Xander or Finau. That was Rom or Cantley. I really, just looking at Rom's history there, um, he does, he's had one bad round of golf there in like six years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. I think his putter's going to be a little bit off. His putter's been off for two years. He it's found it on that final round. but putter's been off since Torrey Pines. And it's going to be off this weekend. Where is, where can you look at the player's history on data golf? Oh, there it is right there. Okay, so Tony Finau last year finished 11th. Then he finished 17th. He finished 7th. He finished 15th. And he finished 7th. He can play Eastlake. Yeah, not not terrible. Not terrible. See what he did last year. Putting the house on Fino. He was bad and putting good on approach. Good on total. Bad on accuracy. He's hot, though. You know? He's totally hot. And he can play that place. Mm-hmm. Seen him do it. Uh, Xander is definitely hot at Eastlake for the most part. So. Actually, he is hot at East Lake. He just plays good every there. year, so he does. Let's see. So last year, this last year, this twenty twenty. Finau. Round one. God, there's so much information on there. It's just nuts. Sit here and look at this. Data thing. golf. All night long. Oh. Oh man. Send messages. Are you still on? <laughs> Yeah, we're doing two hours a night, bitches. Two hours. Right. Well, it is the tour championship coming up, it, so yeah, I guess that makes sense, right? It's the season finale. And then, when does the new season start? How soon? At the tournament of champions, as it does every year. No. <laughs> That's the unofficial start. Starts September fifteenth. <laughs> so less than a month from now. What were you gonna say before we go? So yeah, and uh I know that we know Dan Hodges, right? Yeah. Dude, what the heck is going on? I just got kicked out again. Um hang on a second. All right, this all right. is getting cut. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I'll cut all this out. I wonder why it won't let me in. All right. Go ahead. 
All right. So uh, since we do have a, a primary Dan that we know, play with, talk to, I'm going to call this dude L Dan. He did ask his question. Oh, yeah, that's right. Holy shit. Via Instagram. I completely so, uh, forgot about that. That's why I'm here, man. So shout out L Dan. That's your name now. And his Instagram name is L Dan H. So that's why he's L Dan to us now because we have a primary Dan. Shout out Hodges. <laughs> um, I'm glad you remembered this. God it. damn it. That's terrible of me. Yeah. Well, I brought I... asking asking for interactions in this. And, yeah, and I Dan, know. L Dan and he does. God. And this dude forgets. I got you, L Dan. Don't worry about it. So yeah, it's L E L dot Dan dot H. Uh, he did ask us a question. Oh shit, I gotta find it though. L Dan has uh, his shoe collection is top. He's shelf. got some game, man. Dodger yes. representer for sure. Uh, has a daughter about the same age as Theo, so that's rad. Um, I can't find the exact question, but hang on, I can oh. I can bring it up because it's right here. Uh, topic for podcast: Fantasy foursome, past and present, in their prime. What three golfers do you choose? Take into consideration the nineteenth hole. There we go. So, like, who I the other three people I would play with? I think so. Yeah, in their prime. Past, past, and present. In their prime, I'm I'm assuming this is professional golfers. So. Okay, just well, fantasy foursome. Fantasy foursome, past and present, in their prime. Pamela Anderson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody that I just admire the hell out of is Harvey Penick. And I know he didn't play professionally, but he was an instructor for years. Tom Kite and Ben Crenshaw. Um, love his books his golf mind is just beautiful i would absolutely and thoroughly enjoy playing 18 holes with him in the in the group so that's one um then i gotta go i gotta go typical you know what everybody else says um my grandfather who kind of introduced me to the game never really got a chance to play he was uh much older than you know, he, my mom was 12 years the younger of her uh, sister, so he was in his, uh, you know, downtime not playing golf anymore when he introduced me to the game, but I used to love just hanging out with him in the golf cart when he would play, and um, I got some old photos of him, and he was a stick. He had like nine hole-in-ones, um, was just, just a baller, so I would have absolutely love to play around with him in his prime and then um believe it or not uh freddie couples is i mean everybody of course thinks tiger woods but i don't think it would be fun playing golf with tiger woods <laughs> honestly i don't i think he's such a yeah i would agree with that it just it's i don't think you would get out of it what you think you would get out of it um so uh boom boom has been you know, I've got, I've got a hat that he autographed when I was working at National here in the office. Um, I've loved his swing, loved his game. He's hilarious um, off off the course as well. Um, had some fun. Everybody was singing his birthday. 
at the Las Vegas Invitational one year and and just watching him go around national and and just tear that place up was a blast. So that would be mine. Hmm. Okay. Go ahead, Jeremy. So this is interesting. Um, I'm also going Fred Couples. Whoa. He's my dad's my dad's favorite player when I was little. We watched the Masters in '92. Yeah. Um saw him hit the par hole in one on sawgrass. He was always the guy that my dad was talking about was Freddie. So I definitely go Fred. Um Sevi Ballesteros probably would be in there. Ooh, good one. And we'll go with a modern player and go Spieth. No surprise. No surprise. No surprise. <laughs> Uh, for me, I'm going to go, I would go Lee Trevino. Uh, obviously Great a really dude. cool dude. Great yeah. Dude. Great dude to listen to. Man, he can talk all. Yeah, he can. Uh, I would go for Michael Jordan because there would be some money on the line, which we're from Vegas. So let's throw some dough on it. He'd probably whoop me, but, uh, obviously you got. Got two great minds there, basketball and golf. Uh, Jordan can play some golf. And I'm going to go strictly, I'm going to go strictly like professional athletes because it would be really cool to play with my grandpa. Uh, he was a marshal out at Angel Park back in the day and never really got to play with him. Uh, my cousin Josh, uh, unless he pawned him uh, <laughs> <laughs> as a set of his golf clubs. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that would have been cool to do. He was a Marshall, great player. Uh, I know he shot his age for many years, I'm sure, but, um, and I'll go, I'll go modern player and this one's kind of a toss up. Uh, I'll say, uh, Max Homa. Good pick. And then slash Harry Higgs if Max Homa is unavailable. So yeah, I'd go Lee Trevino, Michael Jordan, Max Homa. I think that'd be a good time. That's that's yeah. that's solid. I could I could hang with Harry and Max. That's yeah, and Jordan I too. I mean, I, I just there's something about the greats that I just don't I think, find I think appealing. Like, you know, I think Michael Jordan but instead I'll, of Tiger Woods. Yeah, I think he would be more would be cooler yeah. because it's not his profession. Yeah, and he you know, he does I, like it, to gamble and and he does have a good time and. It obviously would be super intense, but uh, I think that I think that would be cool, like to see how his to watch his mind work in a golf atmosphere instead of a basketball atmosphere, and see how he relates it to that. You know, yeah, that would be interesting. Great questions, El and Dan. I think Michael Jordan and Trevino would like kind of butt heads a little bit, which would be funny, and then Max would, <laughs> you know kind of chill out the banter a little bit like i think it'd be a good atmosphere. well hey that's uh, that's still available they you know all three players are still around so you know that's right start putting some feelers out you never know yeah uh tell your friends i mean we'll host that's the that's a that's the force of my hey, mike we'll for, host so. at wild horse <laughs> <laughs> got you we got the tea times but most likely <laughs> probably revere though <laughs> oh yeah yeah you do get better rate of revere yeah Say, so, hey, Tice, we got Lee Trevino, Max Homa, and Michael Jordan. Do you think you could get me something yeah. on Saturday morning, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> right. Nah, we're booked. Sorry. Hey, the, one the thing I didn't mention through. during the RG during the 
RGC conversation is Wildlords is looking pretty damn good right now, man. Shout out oh, to that Arden. rain. I mean, it's that rain helped them. Yeah, the only for place sure. in town. And, and the rain will benefit Wild Horse more than any other course in hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. How are the greens? Are they slowish? Uh, slowish. I mean, typical wild horse greens looked good, but uh, yeah, slowish. So you need to get out there. Cyrus said, appreciate you having me on. Lots of fun. Uh, my computer just completely froze like I got hacked. Massive error screen, then a self-restart, about 10 minutes to reload. Don't know what happened. Maybe PGA Tour is listening and cut me off. <laughs> well, um, one thing's for sure is cyrus will be back on oh yeah dude knows his stuff and i'm so glad he's in town he's uh it, it, just do do a little google search for cyrus and you'll see he's he's much more than just a golf professional he is quite the businessman and has a massive following on youtube for his other content that's not golf related and, yeah and go follow him on instagram uh cyrus c y r u s p g a yeah dude knows his stuff that's our guy pulling out random facts all day shout out cyrus happy to have him in the valley and i uh, can't wait to play some golf with him soon yeah man when's the last Same. time we had a two-hour episode probably masters maybe i'm gonna hate <laughs> tuesday i had to get right. i had to get up at 2 30 this morning to take my wife to the airport that's not fun. It was not fun. Not I've I, done that too. She loves to book the 5 a.m. flights. Uh, I'm like, just go Sunday night next time. <laughs> you know, let me get a peaceful night's sleep. But no, no. Hey, two o'clock, wake up. He's like, I'll just, I'll just get an Uber. I'm like, I'm, you're not having an Uber come out here at two in the morning. No. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's rough. Yeah. So. Hey, at least your kids are old enough to stay home. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. You know, I'll say this right now. If you made it all the way to the end of the two hour episode and I don't know you personally and you don't live in Las Vegas, I'll send you a hit in Green's towel. Hit me up on Instagram. First person that like does it. Because like this it. is a long one. Yeah, we're here. My and mind. I have a bunch of them sitting right here. My ears so. are sweaty. <laughs> you know what? I'll throw I'll throw something in. I don't have any DGP or stat guy stuff, but I'll throw something in that package. Ooh. Ooh. I will nah. too. <laughs> I got all kinds of shit around here. So yeah. much. Stuff. So pro- props to you making it all the way to the end. All right, Joe, bring it home. Do your thing. Tell your friends. Shout out uh, Random Golf Club Las Vegas. Shout out JR for joining us. Shout out Brett. Uh, Powered RGC by Riverside well. FM. Uh, doing great things over there. Cyrus, of course, you are welcome back anytime. We love hearing you talk. Uh, again, subscribe. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, post some comments, reviews, five stars are appreciated. And uh, as always, we will see you next week. And join the Discord. And I just posted a YouTube video of this little shit that we're doing here. Uh, Testing it out to see, make sure there's no copyright things that pop up before I post it. Um, Figured out how to do a couple little things on Premiere Pro that I'm pretty proud of. So uh once that goes up i'll i'll put a link out there and and see if uh, that's some content that you guys might like to check out so we'll be back next week talking about the uh new fedex cup champion if it's not patrick cantley then we'll be 
we'll be talking about Kakuya or some shit for a few weeks. <laughs> so then we got President's Cup. <laughs> then we got Liv. So there's all sh- kinds of shit going on. And Shri- oh, hey, uh, the director of the Shriners tournament um, is yeah. hopefully be on the show. They've reached out. Uh, we're going to try and schedule that. That's going to be a fun interview. Love the Shriners. That's coming up a uh, month, six weeks away. Six weeks. Yeah. Does that mean we're going to get an invite to the pro am? I think that needs to happen. <laughs> that would that, be awesome. how sick would that be? That Dude, would be cool. I, I listening to No Laying Up talking about the BMW and and them playing in it is it's so cool. You know, it's got to be such a damn good experience. Yeah, yeah. They were blaming uh, Tron for greenhouse. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eight straight rounds in the '60s plays with you. Shoots a '75. <laughs> that was yeah. funny. And shout out Farah Finder. Uh, I met him for the first time. His favorite episode is the Darden episode. And he reminded me we have to get Darden back on at some point. So okay. that's got to come soon, too. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you uh, next week. Peace. Peace. Later. Later.